1027 at WIOD, and I see all those mobiles that you've been putting on there. I'm not going to uh, fall into that trap. I'm going to say what I have to say. And what I'm going to, I mean, Knott's Landing lady was different because she's, you know, a person, as opposed to some of these other people who are just going to go, you know, for like 40 times. See, that that just, uh, you, you really have to wonder. Not just him, but he's he's one of the worst. But there are like a whole bunch of people out there. Like I was listening yesterday afternoon, and here, here are people making barnyard sounds, you know. And some of that is funny, okay? But it gets to the point where you got little pinheads who haven't got an original idea in their mind, and so they hear you do something, and they start, like, feeding it back to you, you know, like, um... Ah, jeez, we got the thing turned the wrong way. It's just like an echo chamber. For example, they do... And you do... Like that. And it just... Like a whole day of that. I'm just not interested, okay? Even my dogs are embarrassed by that. So I think that uh, somewhere along the line, there has to be, like I said, a happy medium. I can remember when I went to a daytimes on INZ, uh, I did a couple of months. We had a four-share with the old, boring crap, okay? Not bad, not great demographics, but that was on a station that used to do ones and twos in midday with no spots. Then in a second book, in a winter book, long before there was any birdie, by the way, Melvin, I just mentioned that in passing, uh, we had a seven. And that's when all the Hallandale stuff started. And I eliminated all the guests. And we weren't doing um, that. And we weren't uh, trying to be, you know, as grotesque as we could be. Or, uh, But the bottom line was we were having a good time. We are doing a lighter show and having a good time. But talking to people over the age of 10. And it worked great. But uh, that's where the happy medium lies. Not going back to doing uh, Jason Polis and uh, Reverend uh, Popek screaming and yelling about, uh, you know, is God uh, homosexual and is Madeleine O'Hare a douchebag? That's, uh, I don't think I could ever go back to doing that. I, I Maybe I, for survival I might, but I don't think I could handle it. Because I've done it so many times before. And, you know, one good thing, I mean, if, if you can only do one thing, then you're in trouble. Okay? Like more Downey. He tried that other stupid show. Is that still on anymore, by the way, on that NBC thing? It is? Nobody knows about it. It's the best nobody talks about it. Because basically that's his shtick now. It's like uh, going on and chain-smoking cigarettes on the air and being uh, a slime ball. And it ran its course. And he was hot as a pistol and made billions of dollars. And then, like, bingo, like overnight, it died. So when you're one-dimensional, you've got a problem. Luckily, there are other things I can do. I can't remember what the other ones are, but I'm working on it. But uh, seriously, like Joey's a good example, okay? Joey's a disc jockey who's trying to be a talk show host. He's not cutting it. I mean, this station's got a 1-9 on the weekend. You know what kind of a number that is on the weekend? Big, major market, huge, enormous uh, Cox Broadcasting, WIOD. And, you know, and everybody's going to sit back, well, when the Dolphins come back in. Well, that's the problem. That's always been the problem. The Dolphins only play for a few months out of the year. And those dolphin listeners, man, I mean, God bless them. You know, we love the money and all of that, but they're sure gone like a flash. Once football season's over, you can see it right here in the trends. They're gone, man. They disappear like like the invisible man, like Ray Moland. So you have to have a little something more than that. I don't know. I'm just rambling on because I'm thinking out loud, like I said, but I can assure you 
that I'm not going to listen to you uh, 40 times a day and expect mature thinking people. I mean, see, you can still, this may come as a shock, but you can have a brain in your head and still have a great sense of humor. You don't have to be some kind of a mindless pinhead to have a sense of humor or think that something is funny, you know? I mean, I think that's funny, but I'm not some kind of a mindless moron, and that's the problem. Buttload. Uh, let's see, we got a mobile. Are they still there? Hello. No. You're still there. Yes. Boy, these people are spending the money like crazy. I should get a cut. Yes? Um, you talk about the ratings. How do they know who listens to what anyway? They take it out of a hat. Um, mobile in, uh, what is this, Miami? Hello. Yeah. I just want to tell you I've been listening to you for many years, and I, you sound fantastic today. I hope you're moving in the direction that you sound like you are. Yeah, I want to go back to being an adult and stop, uh, you know, I'm, I, not that I've been trying to be anything else, but I'm being perceived as something by a certain element of listeners, and they've basically taken over the show, and it's going into crapper, and I'm not going to let that happen. I mean, there are a lot of people who just sit back until they've drowned, you know, and I'm not going to wait that long. I've been waiting for the day for that, and I, I knew you were going to come around to it. You sound yeah. fantastic today. Thank you. Keep it up. Okay. Thank you very much. Now, see, there's a guy, not an old guy. I mean, I don't want to talk, hello, Neil. I don't want to go back to that, because everything that I've said about the senior citizen population in this community is true. About 70% of them are disgusting, hateful, miserable, rotten, horrendous, nasty, vicious, filthy bastards, okay? There's about maybe 30, I'll be generous, 30, 40% who are nice people, who still have a sense of humor, who aren't uh, hateful, who aren't bigoted, who don't want to share their misery with everybody else. But about 60, 70% are the other kind. Hello, Neil, you're such a bastard. You're that crap, you know? I don't want to go back to talking to them. I don't think anybody in their right mind would want to do that unless you're locked in a straitjacket and you don't have a choice. But there's a happy medium somewhere in between. Like Mickey Dane. She's out of work. Maybe we'll bring her back. Call her the happy medium. Who's with a B? Oh, what's in your hair? Is it a bonnet? Is it a, uh, a douchebag? What is it? What's in your hair? Oh, man. I tell you, I could do a monologue four hours on what this market has been. It is so, it's frustrating. It really is. And I've never been able to get that out of my system. And like the other day, I don't expect a lot from people. I don't think I have unrealistic expectations. And like the people in my publics, went out of the way. They didn't have to do that to get me that Diet Right soda and the flavors. They had it chipped in from Fort Pierce or somewhere, and uh, they set it aside for me because they know I'm on a special diet. That was nice. And there are a lot of nice people. When we do the remotes, my God, it's amazing how many nice people show up, and they bring you presents, and they're, and they're friendly, and they're nice, and they're legitimately nice people. But this town has got so many not-so-nice people. I'll give you a perfect example. I, as you know, well, some of you must know, I mean, I had a stroke, and I want to take medication for my blood pressure, my diabetes, and so on. And so I spent a lot of money on prescription drugs. And I have been going for about the last, now it's got to be two years now, to the same pharmacy. I'm not going to say which one, the same drugstore. And I get my prescriptions refilled there. Now, the pharmacist, who is there like 90% of the time, like a couple of months ago, he said to me, um... Do you work at WIOD? And I said, yeah. He was looking at the thing on the computer. And maybe the information said, I don't know, maybe I filled it out one time. And uh, he said, and I said, yeah. I said, but not under this name, because obviously my prescriptions are under my real name, Behelfer. And he said, uh, well, what do you do there? I said, well, I'm Neil Rogers. He said, yeah, I thought I recognized your face. And, I, and ever since then, when I go in there, he looks at me with a blank look. 
And again, I'm not expecting him to give me a discount. I mean, God forbid, I mean, there's no way he can do that or any special treatment. But it's just the idea that I spend a lot of money there. So even if I was just Mr. Smith from up the street and I was a regular customer, you'd expect he'd say, Hi, Mr. Smith, how you doing? People here don't do that. One of my neighbors, you know, no matter how many times I move, my, my, people in my neighborhood, 99% of them are wonderful. You drive by, they wave, they smile, they're friendly, they're happy because we're like in paradise, okay? But one of my neighbors, I'm not going to say which one, is the grumpiest, and not an old guy, a young guy. And I'll see him and I'll say, hey, how are you doing? And like, like, like he's constipated or something. And it's just part of the syndrome in his town. And it's depressing, right, Spencer? Yes, sir. You're right. Everything you see. Oh man, you're right, Spencer. As long as you get that ten bucks, right? <laughs> Spencer, loan me fifty dollars. Come on. You need? No. Look at that. He's reaching in his pocket. You would do it, wouldn't you, Spencer? You'd never see my ass again. I'll tell you that. We're friends. Yeah. Well, that's easy for you to say. Thank you, Spencer. Did you do a good job? Definitely. Because you know I'm going on vacation. I won't see you for a couple of weeks. I'm leaving. When am I leaving? Friday. And you're leaving on the 4th, so I won't see you for a long time. Well, have a good time, Spencer. You're a wonderful gentleman. Don't shake my hand so hard. Oh, I'm sorry. I haven't been well. Okay, 1036 at WIOD. Let's do a little break. I feel like Bob Lasseter here today with a really depressing monologue. But it's good to get it out of your system. It's like taking a gigantic enema. Let's do a little break here. We'll be right back. A couple of other interesting things I heard yesterday. First of all, um, there was another caller talking to Rick and uh, Slut, and he was talking about... Um, Something about the the callers, the nutty callers. And they were talking back and forth. He said, yeah, well, you know, of course, without them, Neil wouldn't have a show. And I thought, boy, that is sad. That's sad. It's like, it, it takes me back to the days of the lightning round. Now, the lightning round was fun. It's something that I just, it, it happened. It evolved. It developed. And it was fun for a few weeks. And I went on vacation. And I don't want to blame somebody who's not here to defend himself now, namely the bird, because he's got a lot of fans in this building. But, um... I came back from vacation, and he had allowed it to get to the pinheads had taken it over, and it turned into like a pornographic 15 minutes, and it was out of control, and you couldn't control it anymore, so we killed it, you know. And that's what happened. Oh, speaking of the bird, look at that fax. Look at that. I can't believe it. Wait till you see this. It's a picture of the bird with a Cubs cap and a Cubs emblem on his sleeve. Look at that. Maybe he could pitch tonight. That is beautiful. Anyway, and then the other thing I heard was a young Cuban caller who uh, said that his father had gotten a diary from Arbitron a couple of weeks ago, and he filled it out and put down all these Cuban stations, these Spanish language like Radio Mambi and QBA, etc., and he never listens to the radio. And see, that's another problem that we have in this market, probably more than any market in the country, because we still have this enormous number of people who think they're like on uh, on leave and are just waiting to go back home. And so their loyalty is still directed in that anti-Castro hysterical, a communista, communista thing. And you've you got to understand that the ratings for this market are not just for Dade County or Miami. It's Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Hollywood. It's all of Dade and all of Broward County. That's over 3 million people. And when Radio Mom B can be the number one station in this market, it has to tell you, that there is something very, very wrong going on in this market. There's a lot of bogus diary filling out that is taking place. And you can't fight it. You just can't. There's no way to combat it because it's a fervor. It's an obsession. 
the likes of which you're never going to encounter in anything else. I mean, it's like, uh, hey, this is my loyalty, and I'm uh, voting. It's like uh, casting a vote. And one thing I was curious about, that young guy who called him, how come he didn't also fill out a diary? Because there was no indication. I could have been misreading him, but from what I gathered from the call, there was nothing to indicate that he ever got one. So maybe Daddy also filled that one in for him and put down Radio Mombi or QBA or RHC, whatever it was, because every family that gets called by Arbitron, every member of the household gets a diary. So that gives you an idea of what uh, English language, especially AM radio stations, are up against in this market. Now, I'm not, that's not an excuse, but I'm just adding that component into the uh, dilemma. Coral Springs. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Great. Well, I've been listening for you for to you for 10 years, uh-huh. and I'm really glad to hear what you had to say this morning. Because I was getting, like, a little bored with douchebags. Oh, man, a little bored. Uh, well, more than a little you bored. You know, what's happening is that at least on the phone, I'm not so sure about the listening audience, but at least on the phone, and that's what the listeners hear, uh, we've been dealing for the last uh, few months now with people who have such a limited repertoire that basically that's all they can do. And yeah. they, they might try to say something else just as kind of a lead-in because they're so embarrassed that that's really the only purpose they called. And then after about 15 seconds, well, can I call a Joey a douchebag? Yeah, and that's and that's their that's their whole act. That's all they've got. They have nothing to say. I know it's kind of like they really don't call up to say anything. They right. Really, they call and up I'll be honest with you, I, w- I wouldn't listen to that either. I really wouldn't. Yeah, um, I think that there's a, a temp- uh, temporary, a middle ground that you can get to that would be fine. You don't have to have Reverend Emma in or any of these kinds of people. But I think you do a lot better, and it'd be more interesting listening. Yeah. From my personal point of view. Like I said, the I mean, thing about the guests is tough in this market. I've always said that because there's such a limited number of interesting people in this town. And that's why, like this morning, I'm flipping around on the dial, and Al had on Dr. Jan Bellows, the veterinarian. Oh, no. Dr. Bellows, oh, I, you know, he may be a wonderful veterinarian, yeah. a wonderful guy, but he has whored the airwaves in this town for so many years. He's been on every show 10,000 times. <laughs> I know. And that just ain't going to happen on this show. No. Well... I'm really glad to hear, and I think I think you'll do better because I think you'll get back a lot, a lot of listeners. Yeah, a lot of people who have an IQ of over three. Yeah, and better callers also. Yeah. Okay, well, have a good time on your vacation. Thanks. Bye. Bye, bye. Now, isn't that interesting? Now, see, I bet I, I should have asked her, but I bet you she hasn't called this show in a long time because I don't recognize her voice, and she's been listening for a long time, and that says something. It says something right there. Because all of a sudden, just like the Knott's Landing lady called today, I'm not saying I'm going to talk to all women or all people who sound like pseudo-intellectuals, but, God, there's got to be something better in this market than, um... Douchebag! Exactly. I could have said it better myself. Lantana. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, the Knott's Landing lady, she's, like, pleasant to talk to, you know? Exactly. Where the the chronic callers with nothing to say sort of kill the show. And I, I feel that maybe, uh... The way that they rate uh, your uh, performance by these uh, Arbitron ratings is kind of a unsophisticated way of doing it. Well, that's what we have to live by. You know, you can't make excuses forever. I mean, if it's yeah. just one trend or one book, that's something. But you've got to be a dummy if it goes on for months and months and months and you're going in one direction. You've got to be pretty stupid not to understand that there's a problem there. And then, then, then of course, there's like a fallout that uh, takes over the whole station. Yeah, but now they rate your job according to these ratings. No, they don't rate my job. I have a con- I'm going to be here a long time. Oh, a okay, con- they don't rate my job. Okay, but you know if you're. But I mean, you job- know, I, c- I could just come in every day and just uh, go douchebag uh, for the next year and a half. 
but I, it just isn't fulfilling. It's just not. It's not enjoyable. I mean, I don't care how much you get paid, and I make a lot of money. But if you're not enjoying what you're doing, it's it's a hassle. Yeah, but say your ratings fall after your contract is up, then they won't renew your contract, then, right? As yeah. far as you know. Well, I'm not. I'm not one of those paranoid people who worries about getting a job. Okay, <laughs> I, I haven't been out of a job in a very long time. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you have a good vacation. It was good talking to you. Thanks. All right. 10.46 at WIOD. And as I said before, because I know they're listening, and Rick and Putz, you're great guys, and I don't want you to change anything and play all the cards you want, have a great time, and an afternoon drive, what you're doing is great. You're going to have a giant number. I really believe that. But I just personally need to move a little bit into a more adult direction, okay, because I can't deal with um, 24 hours a day. Kendall. Good morning, Neil. How are you? Okay. Hope you have a nice vacation. Uh, as soon as you get off, you can relax a little bit and enjoy yourself. Yeah, yeah, I feel great. I just want to make a comment about what's going on uh, at Spick and Span. Uh, they were doing something the other day about blocking out certain phone numbers that people can't call in. Mm -hmm. I mean, is that a policy of the station, or is that just um, their their policy? I, well, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I know we have call blocking and all that other stuff here. I'll be very honest. It's very ineffective. Because people that really want to go to great lengths to crank the show, they'll call from a mobile phone which you can't block, or they'll go someplace. I mean, you know, there are always going to be half a dozen uh, morons out there who are going to do that. I don't, I don't know in the contact. I didn't hear that part of the show. Yeah, some guy tried to call him, and he had to go next door to call him because uh, his phone, the operator wouldn't let that call go through to WIOD or something like that. Yeah. I just felt that that was uh, the type of situation that, number one, I, I feel that they can't deal a certain individual on that program can't deal with the callers that are either, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're disagreeing. Well, now, but now you see, now you want to start taking shots at them, and I don't want to do that. No, it's I not think a shot. Good guys, and I, well, I will grant you that Rick is an emotional guy. He denies it, but he's a very explosive, emotional person. And I don't know, I haven't known him that long, so I don't know how much is for real and how much is put on, but I, I think that he can... Uh, you know, if you look at him cross-eyed, you could set him off easily, which is, you know, which isn't all bad. But I mean, that's just his personality. Well, you know, I've always uh, listened to WIOD, and even though a lot of people don't like, uh, didn't like Steve Kane, there's a couple programs he did that were really, you know. Well, I'm going to say it again. I I do not like Steve. Per I don't hate him, but I mean, he's just a hard guy to like. Okay, right, and when right. we worked together here, I tried to like him. We got along okay, but I, he's just a hard guy to like because he's so full of himself and so full of ego. But nonetheless, you know, the proof is in the pudding, and we had a winning combination here, and things were going great, and now it's been all topsy-turvy, and uh, it's like starting all over again. And I'm sure they're going to do fine in the afternoon. I'm not suggesting for a minute that Steve's coming back here because he's not, but um, I'm just I'm just not going to get caught up in the uh, cesspool. I'm not going to go down the tubes with uh, 12-year-old douchebags. Well, I just feel like uh, Rick can uh, lighten up a little bit, deal with the callers one-on-one. Well, but tell him that, though. Don't tell me that. Tell him that. Yeah, but you can't tell him that because he won't take it. He'll, like, fall off the couch or something. Well, then, but so why is your telling me that going to affect him? Well, hopefully he's listening and he Well, I know he's listening, but, I don't, but all, now you're giving him an hour of material, so now he'll attack <laughs> you, which is probably good. Okay. Have a, great Have a nice day. day. Okay. 1049. I'll be honest with you, okay? And that guy was a little... You know, he was okay. He had a point, and he's entitled. It's America. But um, even these people we've talked to so far, this is like a breath of fresh air. And just as I said that, Meg came in. Oh, jeez. Shameless, self-promoting. I don't understand how you have time to be here, quite frankly. With an agenda like that, I have no idea how you've got the spare time to be in the building. 
Anyway, if you don't have time to run out for lunch, if you'd like to have a delicious Chinese meal delivered right to your door, to your home or orifice in uh, Dade County. Well, Tom Jick is here just briefly on his way over to interview Penny Daniels. Okay. Now, who are you going to go see? I'm going to see the head man, as a matter of fact. Really? Yeah. The head man? Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> right. The head of the head shrinker. And what is he going to tell you? I don't know. That's why I'm going over to talk. Just see what's going on. So much been going on. About the yellow journalism and how they just uh, flagellate the news and get the public crazy and the I sensationalize. Think, I think there's going to be a toning down there, too. That's what I'm sensing. That's one of the reasons I'm I heard they took uh, some of Sally's batteries away. I don't know if that's true. Well, right. I'm not going to get into that. No. I still got to go over there and talk to I know. Well, it's good to see you, Tom. Tom yeah, Jicka, of course, is a uh, rack on tour. You don't have the trends yet? No, I didn't see them. Good. Well, we're not going to give them to you right. this time. Kind of, when I didn't get them, I, I figured that was Go it. see Bill Tanner. By the way, that's another shameless slime ball. He called me yesterday. The numbers came out yesterday, and he was on a hotline at 1040. The numbers came in at 1030, and, I, and we were having trouble with our machine as usual. And I knew as soon as I saw his name was on a thing that I went down and they went up. Yeah. That's the only time he will call me yeah. is when they have a good trend and we go in the crapper. Well, those trends are so dicey anyway. It's where the books fall, and you don't know how many books were out. And uh, you know, some of you sound like Boy Geary now. Well, well no, I mean, I, that's a I part of it. Now you're right; that's a part of it. But you have to be able to read the handwriting on a. Well, word. I mean, one of the things every time you talk about the trends, people call me up and say, "Well, how come you don't have the ratings? You always have the ratings. Isn't these are not the ratings; these are the trends." And uh, one of the reasons I don't report on them is because I, I really don't think they're that meaningful until you get the whole three month book. Yeah. And that's why they call them trends and not books. I'm just trying to make you feel better when no, you go on vacation. I don't feel no, no, bad I really, at all. No, I'm, Listen, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I got a contract. I'm going to be here a long time. But I just wanted to, for, when you're not enjoying it anymore, you have you have to realize that there's a reason. And when you're talking to like 60 people who are making barnyard sounds, it's not fun. I mean, I guess if I was 12 years old, I'd be happy as a pig in slop. Okay, but yeah. that's. That's not where I'm coming from. Yeah, the guy who calls every 15 minutes yeah. sounds like a horse. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, well, he's one of them. I mean, there are others, but he's a you know stands I, out like a sore tail. I didn't know whether tail. he was doing a horse or cousin Brucey. He's yeah. doing Johnny Dark combination Johnny Dark and cousin Brucey. Is that what it with is? a better wig? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to say uh, these are not happy days at WI. Well, you said it that before. That got a little yeah. bit of circulation. Yeah, but, well, uh, it was good. It was true. Well, I, that's that's kind of why I said it. I mean, things were weren't going well. I don't think there's anything. But you notice the log still looks pretty full here. Sure it does, I and I see the phones are, are all and all, all the lines too. are lit. Well, that's all that counts. Yeah. Well, it, it's certainly a large. Be sure and say hi to all my friends next door at Channel Seven because I, I was will. talking before too about the fact that this is not the friendliest town in the world. Yeah. And that no matter where you move, you always find like one or two grumpy neighbors and. Uh, and over there next door, that's got to be one of the unfriendliest places at Channel Seven. Since I've been talking about that on the air, there are a couple of people there, like way, like sheepishly, but uh, they're in a world of their own. Those TV people. I think a lot of them probably aren't even aware of who you are or what you. I mean, how many of them really know you? How many of them do you real? How many of them would you really recognize? No, but when you see that out of a listen, lineup? that's not the point. There are people in this building. I don't know who they are or what they do, but I see them every day. I say, hey, how are you doing? Or, you know, yeah. just because you see somebody every day, it's just common. Exactly. There's there's our uh, guidebook for a WIOD. It says who's in charge. Yeah. Ranieri's taking that home to read it and see if he can find an answer because he's got a lot of questions too. But we'll be all right. Yeah. Well, I was. That's why I'm here. I was talking to Ranieri too. I'm going to be doing something on his anniversary coming up. Was he depressed? No, he's in a good mood. Is he? Yeah. Why shouldn't he be? I mean, he he's, he's well, he just signed a little for, bit. See, too. he was smart. He signed for three more years while uh, you know. Yeah. The while, trend came while it was good, and uh, he, he he's held up well over yeah. the years. He'll be all right. Well, Tom, it's wonderful. Enough, huh? it's wonderful seeing your smiling face. I'm uh, leaving on Friday, and uh, I'll be thinking a lot about this place. Well, I'll, I'll pass one. I guess I'm going. I'm heading out to L.A. in, in two weeks, so I probably won't see you for a while. And then when I get back, I'm going on my usual Saratoga jaunt. 
So, uh, I guess I won't see you till the fall. Enjoy your Till the fall? It might be. Oh, come on. I'm serious. Well, I'm... What, you, you'll be back the first week in July, right? Yeah. I'll nine. be gone by then. I'm not getting back until the end of July. And then I'll be back for only about a week and a half, and then I'm going up to up north again on vacation that time. First time's work, second time's What vacation. a rough life, man. Yeah, it's going tough, to huh? Saratoga. That's a rough beach. Well, that's to my vacation. I understand. I know. And I it's enjoy it. be a rough yeah. time, like you and Hank. And uh, so well, go anybody but the Buckos. That's my new expression now. Even the Mets. Hey, the Mets have like turned around yeah, a little well, bit now. Well, you know, I'm, I yesterday I took back everything I've said because we're getting some of these smart-ass pirate fans calling, and they're worse than even the worst of the Mets fans. And they're like, hey, it's wrapped up, man. It's all over. I got news. 162 I got news season. for them. Yeah. We aren't even to the halfway point, yeah, okay? Yeah. And they're folding like an accordion right now. So and we don't see Chuck Meyer in the building today. We'll understand that the ghost of Gino Simoli came back to life. Well, all of, uh, the, once the Mets start hitting, I mean, with that pitching they've got, as long as they start hitting, and now yeah, Viola looked at the other night. Yeah, well, I, I think you, you had the right analysis. Don't start counting your they're chickens off before the they hatch, yeah, okay? I mean, the Cubs are not going to do it because we're too far back. Oh, and they're just devastated by injury. Yeah, no pitching staff. But you got Montreal, which I'll be honest with you. They don't have the talent. How much talent does it take this They got year? a bunch of people playing over Montreal, the even the Phillies, which they're pitching shaky, and uh, Pittsburgh, and um, who am I leaving? And the Mets. You got four teams that have all got a shot. Anybody uh, but the Cubs and the Cardinals. I, I just, uh, the Pirates are playing well. They have a good everyday lineup. I don't know if they're pitching to go all the way. But uh, I can't imagine anyone else but the Pirates finishing ahead of the Mets. Just, just on sheer talent. I mean, and. The, the the Expos are too young. They just lost that guy who's going to be Rookie of the Year. Uh, the Shields. Yeah, he's going to be out for about six weeks, I think. And the Phillies are just uh, a bad club playing over their head. Lenny Dykstra wind up hitting under 300 before the season's over. He was over four again last Like time. I said, go anybody but the Buckos and, and the, the Mets. Mets. Right. Tom, okay, well, nice listen, enjoy your vacation. Okay, and, you too. Uh, Enjoy your present for my hysterical wife. Yeah, I'll work on it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Say hi to Penny, too, when you I go by. She's that. a big fan of mine. Okay, there he goes, Tom Jicka, the radio TV guy from the Sun Sentinel, and I actually got my newspaper this morning without any water in it, which was nice. Anyway, Henry Barrow, what was that? What are you clapping about? For Tom, what, what does that mean? When you get out of here, you're just such a mindless uh, slime ball. Henry Barrow's got the 11 o'clock... Uh, they were enslaved in Egypt, massacred in Germany, and made fun of in Miami. Now, they're here live for one night only... Two live Jews. Oi. 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 We were toasting up some bagels just as peaceful as you please. When in walked Sheriff Goebbels said, hey, yes, we bag cream cheese. They dragged us both away. They slaughtered our best socks. Said, hey, where you two Jews are going, there'll be plenty of locks. Two live Jews. Catch the tour before they get caught. Two live Jews. Tickets available at all deli counters and Hatikva Master locations. Another concentration camp production. Yeah, you know, the amazing part of this, uh, everything that's going on in this town, which ties right in with what I'm talking about today with all these mindless pinheads, is that you can practically hear the boots, you know, marching outside your door. And if you, if you have the audacity to go out here and say anything about it, you get all these... Uh, Jackass is calling it. Oh, gee, you're taking away from my playtime. You know, like like little kids in a sandbox. It's embarrassing, isn't it? It's pathetic. WYOD. Adjust. Like I said, 1107 at WYOD. We have one open line. It's in Broward. Five two four nine four six three five two four WYOD. Boca. Neil, how you doing? Okay. 
Boy, it sounds I I feel like I missed the boat or I'm a little bit in the dark. It sounds like you made some sort of uh, announcement this morning about uh, uh, a format change or something like that. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I can't keep repeating this throughout the entire show. I know not everybody tunes yeah, in no, at no, 10 o'clock. Yeah. But I just, uh, not a format change, but I'm just going to want to come back from vacation, uh, try to talk to people over the age of uh, uh, 10 uh -huh. who have an IQ of more than, uh, people who are capable of saying more than just, Douchebag! You know, yeah. more than just that. Yeah. And it's killing me, it's killing the show, it's hurting the station, it's hurting all of the shows. I mean, I'm not taking the blame for the decline in the audience on the whole station. But I'm just saying that the the succession of uh, little pinheads calling in, making barnyard noises, isn't it helpful right. to this radio station? Yeah. No, boy, I feel kind of silly because originally I called in to, to uh, notify you what was on uh, Sally Sleazy today. It was just unbelievable. On what? On uh, Sally Jesse. Yeah. She had on, like, uh, multiple amputees and their kids. and it was just, Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's a freak show. That's was, all. And, you know, I tried to tell one of the guys that was on that show a few months ago who got all bent out of shape because of something that I said on the air. I said, all she's doing is exploiting you people. She yeah. doesn't have any sympathy. I mean, just look at the, the yeah. different shows she does every day with the fat people away over 2,000. They have to bring them in with a crane and drop them through the roof. Yeah. And uh, that that's how long, she, how long do you think that's going to last? Yeah. <laughs> no, as, as long as there's uh, yeah, mutants and freaks and... All the bizarre people out there, she's in business, but once that dries up, she's... Yeah, once once she's had every kind of freak on the air or every kind of uh, poor soul who, you know, looks bizarre, that's going to be it. Yeah. So you take you taking requests? Hello? Yes, sir, I'm here. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I missed that, if you announced that this morning. I was dying to hear. My favorite thing isn't actually a card. It's, I, I guess it's a bit the thing... Douchebag! No, 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 not not the douchebag thing where a guy calls in and, like, berates the bird, and the bird just stands there helplessly, and the guy goes, I can't stand it. You're so stupid. Say something. Play something. Just well, you just did the whole card, so I guess now we don't have to play it. 11.09 at WIOD, we have one of, well, didn't he? He just did the whole thing, just about. Uh, an open line in Boca, 278, Depression, and Palm Beach, 655 WIOD. Now, the only thing that disturbed me a little bit, uh, the Knott's Landing lady is a great person. We love her. But she said, well, I'm sorry I caught you on a down day or something like that. It's not a down day at all. And that really bugs me when people do that. Oh, you sound like you're upset today. Can't I come on and honestly express the way I feel and have like an intelligent conversation without people assuming that I'm in a bad mood or I'm bent out of shape or I'm Mr. Grump? I don't understand that. It's so... It's so, it's so... Douchebag! Exactly. Uh, mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm, glad, I'm actually looking mm. forward now to you uh, going to vacation so you can get back and we can hear a better show, I hope. Yeah. Not well, now, I'm not you complaining about your show. Yeah. I enjoy it, but you're right about what's been happening, and i got to believe... Well, you that have I to be a moron not to hear it. Yeah, well, I've been hearing mm. a lot of it lately. And it's, uh, you, you know, i got to believe I was going to say that the majority of people who really listen to your show year after year after year don't call you a lot. Yeah. They like to listen to the show. They like to enjoy it. Sometimes they get a little sick of some of the uh, morons that are calling in. But a lot of us are, you know, like I'm, I'm in my 40s, and I'm working most of the time. I can't call you. I say most of the time. I mean, in the work I'm doing, I don't have the time to take, pick up the phone and call, whereas a lot of the people who are calling you sound like they're sitting around with nothing better to do than make trouble somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, I enjoy it, and I'm sure there's a lot of people just like me out here that do enjoy it, but can't really get a chance to call you all the time. But we're, we're happy to hear what you say. It's an update today, not a day. Yeah, I don't today, want to spend the rest of my life doing prepubescent radio, you know? <laughs> Have a great day, pal. You too. Bye-bye. Neil's right. I suck. 
11.15 at WIOD. We've got a couple open lines now, one in Dade, one in Broward, Palm Beach. Boy, I think we're like thinning out. There's definitely going to be a process that's going to take place there. But that's okay, because I can do these depressing monologues again for the next couple of months. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Hi. How are you doing? Okay. Do you know who this is? I haven't got a clue. This is Amy from Tennessee. I called a couple weeks ago. Hi, Amy. How are you doing? Pretty good, and you? Great. Good. Let me just say one thing. Your show is great. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. But one thing about your depressing people that you speak of, one thing that's wrong with them is that they're so depressed, I think that they want everyone else to be in the same situation as they are and so that everyone's unhappy. Uh-huh. You know? Right. Right. So, let me ask you something. Do you know much about Mackinac Island? Do I know much about it? Mm-hmm. No, I've never been there. You've never been there? No. Oh, someone said you had. Well, someone told a fib. I lived in Michigan for 12 years, but I was never at Mackinac Island. No? No. Is it a nice place, you think, or? Is it a nice place? Yeah. As compared to what? As compared to here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it? Any place. Much cooler? Cooler, nicer, nice, friendly people, younger, alive. Good. In the summertime. Why, are you going there? Yeah, in a couple weeks. Great. Well, have a good time, Amy. I will. Listen, now, you keep up the good work and don't get depressed now. Okay. All righty. See ya. Mm-hmm. Bye. 1117 at WIOD. Let's go to Cooper City. Good morning, Neil. How are you, sir? Great. Um, I just wanted to call and make a few comments, if I could, in Please. regards to your show. Yes, sir. Um, I've been listening to you since the days of Zeta, and this is the first time I've uh, called you. Uh-huh. I'm a convert to AM when you you brought me over to AM. And um, I just wanted to say I agree with you 100% on your changes that you're going to be making. And I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I, I go back to the days when uh, you, the Super Bowl riots and when I tuned into your show. And um, I just want to tell you that I thought that was the best show you've done since you've been on IOD. Um, I think you're great and I'm looking forward to it. Well, I appreciate it. You know, there are times when you have something to say, and you, you well, with this audience, or at least a part of it, the people that have taken the shows over, uh, you feel guilty saying it because right. uh, it's it's almost like you have an obligation to entertain them by playing the same six cards that they want to hear day after day after day. That's another part of it too. We have like thousands of carts back here, and there's a lot of funny material. And yet, based on the callers to these shows, there are like four or five things. There's Casey Kasem and Ross the Jew right. and, uh, and Dwayne Stomp and about three or four others. And if it was up to them, we would just play the same six carts yeah, on an endless repetitive. loop, and we could just stay home. Right, it gets you know, really repetitive. It's pathetic. But I tell you, it's, I, I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, as I said, I'm 24 years old. I'm one of these young pinheads, so to speak, but I, I just cannot wait for the change. I think that you're going to find something down the middle of the road where you're going to, like you said, you have a sense of humor, okay? So it's not going to be a Steve Kane type thing, but I, I, I think uh, you, you're going to make a lot of people happy out there. Okay. Okay, and thanks a lot, sir. Thanks. Good hearing from you. Bye-bye. Oh, isn't this amazing how these uh, interesting people are coming out of the woodwork that we otherwise would not be hearing from because we'd be hearing douchebag for four hours like we do almost every other day. Oh, can I hear Dwayne stop? Please, please, can I hear Dwayne stop? It's not interesting. It's not funny anymore. It's not amusing. It isn't, uh, it's just, it's garbage, man. Garbage. And starting this week, I discovered I'm not having a good time with this anymore. It's uh, getting on my nerves. It's driving me nuts. It's embarrassing.
And then the trends come out yesterday, and I thought, well, it's uh, all right there in black and white. right? And, you know, these people in management, well, they can't find our audience. I'll grant you, Arbitron stinks, okay? I, I mean, there are these wild fluctuations that show that their, their sampling is, leaves a lot to be desired. But over a period of time, I mean, if you keep denying it forever, you're doomed to fail. Because that's where you have to go, okay? And uh, you can't just keep uh, trying to force it down a public's throat forever. Because if they don't want it, they're not going to. They're just uh, going someplace else, especially in a market like this where there's so many different things to choose from. Little Joey. How's it going, Neil? Okay, Joey. Well, it's sounding great. And uh, I have to agree with you. It was getting kind of boring there. Getting ponderous. <sighs> what do you mean? I want to wish you a good vacation. Thank you, Joey. How's uh, Rick? Taking good care of him? I haven't seen him in a couple of days, huh? That wasn't my question. Well, he's, I guess he's doing fine. Uh, do you? Yeah. Well, there are a lot of questions raised at that remote back at Specs last week. I'll tell you that. A lot of people talking. A lot of people talking. And wondering. Well, he probably got in trouble with his girlfriend, huh? Yeah. Well, she's okay. She got it out of her system. Yeah, she only said she was going to get pregnant a hundred times. Yeah, well, she's working on it, I understand. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you're upset. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I can hear it in your voice. No, I'm sick, not upset. Okay. Well, I don't blame you. Okay. Well, listen, Joey, take care of yourself, and I'll see you when I get back. No problem. Okay. Bye-bye. W-I-O-D. Can I talk to Neil, please? Hold on. Are you mobile? Uh, yes, I am. Well, you're on right now, sir. Isn't that amazing? Oh, how are you doing, Neil? Great. No, it's the same on the phone. A <laughs> uh, couple things. First of all, I agree with you. Uh, I hope you do your new format change. Uh, a little mix would be great. You know, I listened to you some data, and uh, a little mix would be better. And I remember when you used to do topics, and you did them better than anybody. Oh, yeah, by uh, far. Even yeah. better than Steve, oh, which isn't saying Steve. much. Uh, the next thing, uh, how about those Tigers? you got to give them credit. They're starting to come back now. Are they doing it? I don't pay too much attention to the American League, but are they, they doing should. something? You know, the Cubs ain't doing anything, so you should go to the American League for a minute. Well, listen, I stick with my team, uh, you know, win or lose. We won a game last night, by the way. I know it's amazing. We won 2-1. to one. Uh, This kid pitched a great game last night, whatever. I can't think of his name, but... Which shows you what a superstar see, I don't he is. The National League. I pay attention to American League. Isn't that amazing? I can't even come close to thinking of his name. Almost as incoherent as Harry is. Yeah. Well, anyway, keep up the good work. I hope you have a good vacation. Thanks a lot. Bye. Yeah, what's this kid's name? Harkey uh, pitched two nights ago. He's pitching good. And then this other kid they brought up is pitching great. And I can't think of his name to save my life. I must be losing my mind. Isn't that embarrassing? Um... <laughs> I haven't got any idea. That That is embarrassing. Now I feel like I've lost it. Harry has lost it totally. He was so incoherent last night. Uh, Dunstan hit a line drive single to center field, and Harry said, there's a high drive, and he just, like, stopped. And then Sandberg hit a home run to win the game in the top of the ninth inning. That turned out to be the winning run, and uh, he just lost it. Anyway, here's, and I don't blame him the way things have been going. Here's a message from the Florida Bankruptcy Center. If you're up to your... 1126 at WIOD. Here's a mobile in Fort... Wait a minute. We got a pig report. Is this for real? Hello? Neil. Yeah. Hi. Uh, I just got stopped at a roadblock in Coral Gables. I thought your motorists might like to know about it. Okay. Alhambra Circle, just west of Lejeune. They're checking people's uh, driver's licenses. Oh, jeez. But, you know, we seem to have like an epidemic of this, don't we? Well, you know, got to do something. Chase they, criminals. Did, did right they ask whatever. for your passport, too? <laughs> I guess I looked American enough. Okay. But as long as I got you on the phone, I got one controversy, if you've got a minute. Yeah. Uh, there's a little-known law on, on Florida books that uh, prohibits anyone over 16 years old from wearing a mask on public property. 
lately I've noticed in several uh, new uh, TV news uh, clips of police actions like uh, prostitution stinks, whatever, and I, I've seen a lot of police officers wearing masks. They probably don't know about the law. Really? But uh, well, let's bust their asses. Well, you know, you may maybe there's an attorney listening who could call and confirm it. But uh, the law was passed about 75 years ago to combat the KKK from marching in public, mm -hmm. and it, I believe it still is on the books. So maybe somebody should clue them in on it. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Uh, by the way, speaking of uh, clowns with masks, I got, I can't believe it, but I got to congratulate Senator Connie Mack, who is one of my least favorite people. He's a real right winger. Did you see that? He came out yesterday and supported Two Live Crew, and he said their music is garbage and it's trash, but that we cannot pick and choose what words we're going to censor because that's the foundation of the First Amendment. And here's beady-eyed Bob Graham, who, of course, is a real twit, and he's up there, well, you know, uh, free speech isn't absolute and all that other crap. Bobby, you are still as embarrassing. I mean, if even Connie Mack, who is this virulent right-wing douchebag, if even he understands what freedom of speech means, how come Senator Bob is still such a, a jackass up there? He is so embarrassing, man. How do we keep electing people like Bob Graham and Bob Martinez? Well, we, we get what we deserve, I guess. Uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Uh, I've been listening to you for quite some time. It's the first time I've ever called radio station i've enjoyed you i've enjoyed uh, some of the things you've done but i can tell you i can tell you my gut feeling is that you are a more intelligent person than uh, a lot of people may realize and i think you, you probably do very very well discussing topics well i did it for years sir see that's a lot well, of i haven't been with part you of the problem is that a lot of the people who are listening the last couple of years never heard this show when i used to do topics okay i did that for like 12 years in this market and had like 10 and 11 shares a night. I had enormous rain. The only problem is that when you do nighttime radio in this market, most of the listeners are over the age of 100. Uh, well, so, I don't doubt that you could do well because you seem to be a very intelligent person. Well, I've heard I, well, you I am. A, I think I've brilliant would be the I've heard you discuss and debate something. I'm so brilliant. What am I doing here? <laughs> I said I've heard you discuss and debate something. And you come from a very, very, I mean, you take a very good point of view. You're able to communicate. You're able to discuss and uh, I wish you very, very well with this. I think you'll do very, very well. Well, I, I'm not saying I'm going to change the whole show upside down because Mar Marvin is beginning some hysterical callers. I think we're going to do like a 180-degree turn, which we're not. But I think, and the callers seem to agree, that you can find a happy medium without turning the entire program over to a bunch of mindless simpletons who can only say douchebag and buttload. I, I mean, that, that's just not entertainment. I would agree with you 100%. And I wish you very, very well. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Bye-bye. 11.30. And I know that's going to disappoint some of those mindless uh, slime balls who think, hey, man, it, uh, every day they can turn on the radio and hear somebody say douchebag for four hours. It, it's old. It's stale. Okay? I mean, put it on a tape. Douchebag! Exactly. Let's go to uh, Ogis. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I'm one of those uh, woodwork people coming out. I've listened to you since probably the middle days of uh, Zeta and followed you through. Uh, I have an interesting story to tell you one day. Okay, now before you continue, I just want to say one thing for the people who, in the audience who are listening, okay? Yes. And this includes you, although I haven't heard you that much, so you may prove me wrong before we're finished. <laughs> but if you listen to the voices of the people who have called during the first hour and a half of the show today, as compared to the last couple of months, the average general uh, simpleton, have you noticed a difference? I have. It's like uh, the people who normally don't call are coming out of the woodwork. Exactly. exactly. I've never called you before, but it just seemed like the day to do it. I just want to get 
straight on exactly what you're going to do with the show. You're you not going to give up the bits and You want to get straight? Well, I can help you so with that. <laughs> okay, because I know that's not going to happen to me. I don't think I'm not going to make that many changes. <laughs> so to speak, you're not going to. Well, no. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we can still play. It's not going to be a morbid, depressing show, and I still have, you know, have no. a good sense of humor, and I enjoy the ACN stuff. Right. But, but for example, I'm not going to play Dwayne Stomp eight thousand oh, times. Please, I've got a barbecue out back. If you want to bring it over, we'll. It's put like some the guys in the on. afternoon. The audience does the same thing. Then we'll throw your cat away. That's a funny bit. A few times, yeah. sparingly. But when they get forced to play it, like, you know, people want to hear it a hundred times a day, it's not funny anymore. It's the same with anything else. No, I, I, uh, I never heard you do topics, but every other uh, host that will actually admit it and swallow their pride said you were the best. And like last week with well, Nick Navarro, that, that, that was you? a great show. You know, we had some kind of intelligence. But no, it wasn't a great show because the audience resisted it, see, because it, it was out of context. And I hadn't said, hey, well, let's, let's make a little bit of a turn in the road here. So it was like fighting fighting and then people yeah. were call people were calling and saying oh my god thank goodness you're not going to keep this up because for a minute we thought you were going to get serious what's wrong with being serious exactly. once in a while why exactly. do you have to be some kind of a mindless simpleton no well i say it was a great show because at least there was something on the table and we could still joke and have humor with it that's you know that's like life is you right. know it's not all fun and games all the time. Well, I, you but know, when I when I left here when i drove home that day and i'm not i'm not saying this to be dramatic but when i left here I used to ask myself, how did the people in Europe ever let Hitler and the Nazis get, make it? No, seriously, how did they let it happen? And now it's very easy to see how. Really? Because people are wrapped up in their own superficial, stupid little crap, and exactly. most people don't even make like a little allowance, like they take 5% or 2% or even 1% of their existence and devote it to something meaningful. They're all in their own little selfish world. Oh, yes, exactly. From the majority of the population seems to be like that nowadays. Now, I just wanted to get it clear, you know, we're not going to give it up completely. But no, I'm, but I'm sure not going to sit here and talk you. about, but I'm not going to sit here and talk about uh, uh, The Simpsons, for example, oh, or Dick please. Tracy, because I'm not interested in those things. I mean, if, if people out there love them, more power to them, because I'm all for free enterprise. If people can make $50 million from it, great, okay, because there's a sucker born every minute. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend to care about it, because I don't. Right. And if the fact that I don't watch The Simpsons makes me less interesting to listen to to some of the pinheads, that's their problem. Let them uh, listen to Debbie Ellis, okay? She's a big talent. <laughs> Huge. Have a great day. Thank you, Neil. Bye-bye. Bye. 11.33 on All Grump Radio, WYOD. Now, I saw Boy Gary in there for just a minute, a couple of minutes ago. Is he, um, what's the uh, story, Melvin? Is he, uh, put a word on the uh, board that would describe his response. Is he listening? He's upset at you about Oh, so in other words he's not paying any attention to what I'm talking about. Uh that's good. Let's keep it that way. Let's go to uh Deerfield on the Fort Lauderdale. what what is this? Deerfield. Hello. Hi Neil. How you doing? Hey, I think what you're doing is great for one really main reason. You're the only intelligent liberal I've heard in this entire state in the past twenty years. Do, can we still say that we're liberal on the air? Is that because I, uh, I noticed we're still on the air? A lot of trouble down here. We're still on the air. Yeah, but, but look at when Con I mean Connie Mack is as far from liberal as anything, and even he, with his right wing credentials, uh, comes out the other day and says, "Hey, this is wrong, man. This this Judge Gonzalez is nuts, and all his censorship has got to stop." And of course, that's what a real legitimate conservative is supposed to be all about: less government, less government interference in our rights. 
That's what I was originally going to call Man, out. what a breath of fresh air, huh? I couldn't believe it when Shocking. I looked at the paper. Connie Mack, of, of all people. people. I mean, I know he was a pretty good baseball but guy, but not in... His point was uh, very well made. His point was we can't start stepping on the First Amendment. Yeah, who, start, who, further on in the who starts picking and choosing what we can say and what we can read and what we can listen to? Because then you have what's called a dictator, is what it sounds like. Well, further on the article, I don't know who it was attributed to, but someone claimed that some speech should be restricted. Now, who's going to tell us? That was that was speech? Governor Bob. That was Governor Bob. Well, I think sense. the old huh? That makes a lot of sense. Well, I think the only speech should be restricted is when it's coming from Bo Governor Bob's mouth. Or Bobby uh, Graham, you know, beady eyed Bob. Well, there's two Bobs. No, I'm talking about Graham. Yeah, well, the as other in, Bob ain't too cool either. As in Graham Cracker. Well, that's what. What do you expect in Florida? Okay. The last governor we had in this state who was anywhere to the left of the Ayatollah was uh, Leroy Collins, and that's long, long time ago. It really surprised me to see And how he ever got elected in this Yahoo state beats a, a hell out of me. I have no idea. Well, I hope that you keep on doing what you're doing and everything keeps going well for you. Okay, thanks have a lot. Have a good time on your vacation. Thanks. Thanks a lot. 11.36 at WIOD here on Sirius Radio. They actually, uh, listen to these voices, man. Whatever. You mean to say that he has no concept? Is that what you're telling me? Of anything, that's, uh, that's good. Keep him occupied, okay? Keep him in there with his uh, Simpson cuts. Anyway, oh, Tim from the Fresh, fresh Veggies on the way. They're bringing food. Now, I'm going to uh, let everybody in the building uh, pig out, and then I'm going to put some aside and take it home for lunch. I'm not going to eat it here on the air because <clears throat> I've discovered that if I eat on even uh, taking my pill and eating on the air, it sends my sugar up, and I can't do that. But I am going to set aside. And uh, look at that. Just what timing. That was incredible. How you doing? That was amazing. So what I'm going to do, because I can see that the other people are going to invade, I'll put some in some plates and take it home for lunch. Anyway, uh, is there more? Oh, my. So the fresh veggie is here, and I'm just going to have a little eggplant, then I'm taking my salad home, and that's it. In the meantime, everybody else just uh, go nuts, okay? And don't leave the good... Look at that beautiful fruit. There's blueberries and cherries and the uh, stuff. Look at the size of those strawberries, man. Madonna would be jealous of those. And that great eggplant, which I can see is going to go very fast. I'm just alerting anybody in the building who might be listening uh, that there's some great stuff in here. It's going to go real fast this time. And then which, uh, this is like the chicken salad. Caesar. Oh, that's a Caesar? Great. A big, huge Caesar salad and um, Caesar dressing and all kinds of great stuff. And we thank you very much. Look at Melvin jumping right in here. He's no, he's no fool. Fort Lauderdale. Put a piece of... Yeah, put this. Miami. Hi there, Neil. How you doing? Uh, is there any peppers there? I kind of miss you chewing up those little peppers next to the microphone. Yeah, well, I'll start on that when I come back. <laughs> Spice tuned up the in, show uh, a little bit. Tuned in on Jay Michaels this morning. Well, to, now we're getting to some exciting radio. Just to hear, just to hear uh, him say goodbye to Randy Martin. Oh. Are they uh, dumping her over there or what? No, she's leaving there. They're not dumping her. She's oh. getting out while oh. we're getting as good. Something better, I hope. Well, she's coming over here. Oh. Well, you said you didn't want a sidekick. She's just coming over for a vacation. No, she's not vacation. coming over. No, I, know, I work alone, believe me. I mean, there may, may make a few changes on the show, but and I work should alone. should be. should be that way. But, no, she's going to come over and do some fill-ins and maybe do some weekends and uh, who knows what. You know, All she's right. warming her way in, which is fine. She's a nice, nice person. We'll push Joey right out. <laughs> well, you said that. <laughs> well... Uh, anyway, you don't uh, get any resistance from me. I'll guarantee you that. Uh, not to not to wander too far from the subject, I think Bob should go back to dairy farming. Bob, 
Yeah, Governor Bob, former governor. Oh, uh, Governor Bob, yeah, back to uh, Graham Deary Road. And let's... Well, he's a twerp, okay? He's a beady-eyed twerp, and there isn't any other state in the country. Even in North Carolina, they wouldn't elect a twerp like him, okay? Yeah, well, they're with the rest of the world. Huh? Thank you anyway, Mitch. <laughs> no, you don't uh, know. Well, we got some food going on here. It gets a little hectic. Yeah, right? I can understand that. We're getting ready to break for lunch here. Uh, I hope everybody's going to remember the present governor when it comes time. Yeah, well, they will, sir. Uh, no freedom of choice or speech. We could run uh, Rick Elpo against him, and he went hands down. Well, it's been fun. I'm out of material. Okay, sir. Have Thanks a great a life. To... Let's not get too carried away here. W-I-O-D. Yeah, hello. Yeah. I have a Larry King spot report. Okay, hold on. W-I-O-D. Uh, Neil? Hold on a minute, okay? Okay. W-I-O-D. Neil? Hi. Hi. Hold on, okay? Okay. Well, the reason I'm doing this now is Melvin's in here getting his food, and he's got every right to do that briefly. Uh, yes, how you doing? Neil? Hi. Hi, I haven't Oh, called. by the way, can before we go on, can I just ask one dumb question? Now, yesterday I was listening, and at about 3.15, I was at my mother's house, and there was this grotesque, horrendous, loud noise that came over the air, and it went on and on and on. And then a rather hysterical Chuck Meyer came on, and then the noise came back on again, and he was doing that tornado warning thing. Now, I've been in the business for 30 years, and we've had a lot of tornado watches and tornado warnings, and we've been through hurricanes and all kinds of stuff, and I have never heard the likes of whatever that was. And Rick made a good point when it came back on yesterday. If there's something new that's going on, it would be nice if we knew about it. Because I was sitting at my mother's thinking, well, where's the bomb shelter? Because it's all over now. Are they dropping H-bombs on Homestead? What the hell is going on? So evidently there must be something new that's going on. And it would be nice if the people in the news department or somewhere would tell us about it. Cause, you know, Are you talking about the funnel cloud yesterday? Yeah, didn't you hear what we yeah, did on I the air? Yeah, uh -huh. no, uh -huh. I saw it. They mean, interrupted everything. Yeah, but I mean, they went like nuts. Uh -huh. Well, anyway. What did you do to your arm? Did she break it? Neil. I don't believe it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes. First of all, I haven't called you in so long because I'm really not very good at belching or making animal grunts yeah. over the phone. Mm -hmm. And it's so good today to, to listen to really some intelligence. Isn't it frightening? Of, that, oh. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It's lucky I made the decision today instead of waiting three, four months because the people we're hearing from today, including you, might have been gone in three or four well, months. Well, wait. I tuned in late, and Melvin really didn't give me an answer. What's going on? What do you mean? I mean, uh, I said to him, is there a change in format? He goes, well, I no, really no, don't know. I haven't discussed this with management because I stay away from them like poison. But I just have decided that, um, you know, we need to come back and start on this show. And I, you know, Rick and uh, Crud in the afternoon, what they do is great, okay? Uh -huh. But uh, eight hours a day of that is too much. And I would it much is. rather spend the rest of however many more years I'm going to be doing this talking to people who are at least mature enough to say hello and goodbye and not just make animal sounds, uh -huh. okay? So that's what I'm going to do. And it's not, you know, it's not a 180-degree turn, but, but I the, am... But the, the gentleman that called a while ago that said, or the woman, I forgot, that said, people don't realize how intelligent... I know you hate when people do this. You are... No, keep it up, Mom. <laughs> Okay, Dolly. No, don't realize how intelligent you are. And I used to listen to you, and I, I know why you quit it. I mean, my, I used to hear your blood pressure well, going up no, and up and no, up. No, it's not just blood pressure going up. And it was everything, frustrating. Everything goes in cycles, okay? And just like the stuff I was doing for the last three years, it was great for a while, and it was exciting, and it was it's different. Tired. And it's worn out. It's, it really it's, is. First of all, too many people have been trying to imitate it, and they've burned it burned it out and buried it into the ground. And it's history, okay? I understand that. It doesn't bother me. But, you know, there could be a happy medium. Well, that's what we're going to find. That's great. That's, that's really exactly great. That's exactly what I said at the beginning. You took the words right out of my thing. Out of your thing? A happy medium. Okay, that's great. I can't wait. 
Okay. Thanks, Neil. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Well, I'm going to tell you, we have a pig report, but not the kind that we've been hearing on the phone. Johnny Dark is in here with his eyeballs rolling around. Now, just try to control yourself because there are other hungry people in the building who would like to have some of this great stuff from the fresh veggie up in um, Lighthouse Point. Okay? I mean, like, get a little plate, like a human being, okay? Instead of putting it in your hands, get a paper plate would be a good start, Johnny. W-Y-O-D. Hello, Yeah, Dad? that's about your size. What? Can I have your fax number? 757-7516. Uh-huh. All right, thanks. Well, wait a minute. Yeah? Isn't there something exciting you want to tell me before you do that? No. No? Well, what are you sending me? A fax. That's going to say... I can't tell you. It's a surprise. Well, but, I mean, give me some idea. It has Barty Boy on it. Oh. Bart Simpson? Great. Uh, well, how old are you? About eight? Let's go to a West Palm Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. How you doing? All right. Well, the first thing I want to say is thank you for... Well, we haven't done anything yet. I may come oh, back yes, from... I may come back from vacation and uh -huh. have a whole different uh, frame of, of mind. You, of course you've done something. You've listened to the, the difference in the callers today. Mm-hmm. And, and the difference... I mean, the... I don't want I don't want to, you know, go to an extreme and have, like, Meg's callers no, calling, I'm course. rolling over with my CD six no, feet under the ground. No. I don't want that, you know. Me, I don't want that, Exactly. No, of course not. But the, it's obvious to any stinking individual... Any stinking individual? Any stinking individual... Yes, sir. ...that the difference in the people who, who appreciate your show are beginning to call in today. Yeah. 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 Well, we're taking it away from all the juveniles, well, okay? If Neil, they want the juveniles any other day, part that's fine with me, the okay? And the the idiots who have to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and it's like anything else. If you give if you give juvenile people an opportunity, they will destroy a good thing, and that's what they've done. We had a good time for a while, and they ran it into the ground, and yep. they buried it, and destroyed it, and butchered well, it. You're right. It and now let's go. Uh, let's go I, try I, to be uh, semi-intelligent. Still yep. have a good time. I enjoyed the lightning round for a couple of weeks. It was funny. It was uh, entertaining. And then it got tedious. And then it got ponderous. And just kept going on and on and on. And. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, the show improved when uh, an unmentionable left your show, but then the chronics kind of like took over. It was like like they were trying to take the place of who left. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good point. And and it does, you don't need that. Yeah, and then we had a whole bunch of juveniles who were coming in here who were, I mean, not all of them, but some of them who were just hoping to no. be the new, oh, the auditioning, take, auditioning to be the new scientist. The and sitting there with you and all that, yeah. enough, enough. Mm -hmm. Well, it, because they all wanted to be the new sidekick, and it wasn't going to happen, and it's not going to happen. You don't need it. You don't need it. You don't want it. It's not necessary. Yeah, I work alone, sir. Trust me. I, I believe you. I've, I've listened to you since you were on FM, just after you started on FM, and followed you on AM. I'd never listened to AM before, and um, I came out of the closet. I, I admit to people, I listen to you. I mean, you know. Up here in West Palm, even there's yeah. a lot. I, you know, we can we can say one of the reasons that WYOD has so few women listening is because it's a heavy sports intensive station, and that's been true for years. But one of the other reasons that the women audience has fallen off to almost non-existent is because most women, and I'm not saying women are smarter than men, but most women, Laura, you're full of it, don't want to hear douchebag and buttload for four hours every day. I'm telling you, that's well, not where they're either. at. That's not where they're at. I don't either. That's basically a wise guy, young, punk, slimeball, 
uh, type of audience that wants to hear that. And it's very, it's very limited. And not only that, but yeah. those people are fickle anyway. You know, they're like butterflies. They'll land in your backyard one minute, and then five minutes later, when they're tired of eating your plants, they'll go to land on somebody else's. But even the people who aren't fickle are going to get tired of hearing Fabian, Fabian's cousin. Hey, this is Fabian's and, cousin. Oh, then uh, listen. Jr. Yesterday, yesterday was like a yesterday was like a magic awakening for me. Believe me. Well, it, 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 it's refreshing. I, again, uh, I would me. like to say thank you from West Palm Beach. There's a lot of people up here who listen to you, and the reason I had to call was I went to school with Jan Bellows. And I agree with everything. Oh my <laughs> God! Talk about a shameless self-promoter. He, if he doesn't stop, he's going to be right in a class with Smeg Green pretty soon. <laughs> Right I mean, that's plan. saying a lot, but he's working on it. He's right there. <laughs> I mean, that Alice, you know, he's another one went back to topics, but let's not get carried away. We we don't want to do the flus and wipes on this uh, show, okay? Neil, uh, I look forward to a, a, a tremendous improvement in your show when you get back. Have a great vacation wherever you go. I sure will. And I'll have a good time. Looking forward to hearing you come back. Okay, thanks. Okay. 11.50 at WYOD in a very shallow town. We have an open line in Palm Beach, 655-DEATH. Well, it is a shallow timing. The most exciting thing they have in this town. Look forward to uh, this show, which I think says a lot. Anyway, do you... Okay, 11.55 on All Depression Radio. Let's go to uh, Fort Lauderdale. Gone. A lady in Hollywood. Hi, Neil. Hi, you're there. How are you? Great. Oh, great. Uh, listen, I'm delighted to hear you're going to upgrade your format. I think it may help your ratings a little bit, too. Yeah, uh, and my I'm... sanity, too. <laughs> well, it could help everybody, believe me. Um, I love sports. Uh, naturally, uh, I love the Reds and the Bengals being from Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. And I'm one of the fans that doesn't care if they suck or they're doing a great job. But I just love them. Well, that's the meaning of fan. A lot of people down here don't know the meaning of the word. They think fan is somebody who jumps on the bandwagon where they're doing good and then the rest of the time looks for somebody else. Uh, no, I, I, I'd like them to win every year, but I, let's be logical. They're not going to do it. Right. Well, they look pretty solid this year. I like you as a fan, too. You're a good Cubs fan. You bet. And they're by the way, by good. the way, with Sean Bosky, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I actually had to write it down when it came to me during the break. <laughs> well, Sean Bosky won a game last night. Well, we took one last night and uh, lost one to Atlanta. Yeah, it came from behind in the ninth inning in the first game. Uh, we did the best we could. But I've been listening to you since Zeta, and I wanted to tell you, I work in ICU, and if I ever get the guy with the horse lamp on a ventilator, I'm pulling the plug. I mean, that's pathetic, isn't it? It's I can't pathetic. stand it. I, I never get upset with people, but this is this don't, guy is annoying. Don't you wonder what some of these people's lives are all about? I mean, what they do. I where think they he's are. a little fedrate, if you ask me. Yeah, <laughs> well, don't don't say that too loud. They might come and get you. <laughs> yeah, I live too close to Davy to tell exactly. you the truth. Exactly. There you go. They're on their horses right now. Listen, thanks a lot for keeping me company during the day when I'm traveling in the car. You, you just make my day, and I think you make a lot of other people's day. And I wanted to thank your mom for giving us a great son. We, thank we you. really enjoy you. Thanks a lot, mom. Keep up the great work. Bye bye. Bye. I know my mom could change her voice, so many different inflections. Uh, we have an open line in Broward, 524-WYOD, 524-MONG, Boca. So what's it going to be? You're going to have guests, uh, that type of thing now, or what? Well, I didn't really say that, did I? But the way you asked that question was almost like intimidating. Well, no, it just, uh, not supposed to be that way. It just sounds kind of like, are you going to do like a Steve Kane show? Or? No, sir, God forbid. I mean, not that God I want to say forbid. anything, but that the like, Ryan lady... Cole sounds like, uh, you know, the pseudo-intellectuals that you used to talk about and all that. I, I didn't think there was anything wrong with the program. Uh, that's why I listened, you know? Yeah. Well, I do. And that's a judgment that I have to make, you know. 
I mean, if you want to hear people making barnyard sounds all day and saying douchebag and buttload, hey, that more power to you. But it's not that's not what this show is going to be all about. No, it wasn't like I, you know, and for me to sit here and keep repeating the same thing over and over again, it's kind of pointless. I know a lot of people come along in midstream, but the show isn't going to change 180 degrees, and I'm not going to do the Steve Kane show and uh, beat the same old guests and topics into the ground. But I'm going to try to talk to people more on a level uh, of adults as opposed to talking to prepubescent morons every day. It's, it's not enjoyable. It's not good listening. Well, I know whatever you do will work out, but, well, I like how it was, you know. It seems you go through one of these changes about once a year or so. And... No, no, I've been doing the same thing for three years now, and I and I had changed after doing topics for 12 years, and you have to have a feel for it, okay? Everything runs its course, okay? And you ha if, you, if you're not sharp enough to pick up on that, you're doomed to be in the uh, gutter, okay? Believe me. Okay. And, uh, well, let me just be probably the only person who will say today that before what you had was, uh, to me, it was just fine. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens, okay? Bye-bye. See ya. Oh. Talking about pseudo intellectual. Now he's uh, he's entitled to his opinion. I will listen to it all. Okay. I mean, if you're full of crap like he was, you call right in. Uh, we have one open line in Broward, five two four W I O D, and two seven eight nine four six three in Boca, two seven eight sued W I O D. Hi Neil. Yeah. Neil, please. Speaking. Hi Neil. Um, I think it's a great idea what you're doing. And, um, well, how do you think it's a great idea if we don't even know what it is yet? Well, all I can say is if you were to break up your show and do topics one or two a week and do your regular shtick no, no, one or two a week. No, no, that, that doesn't work. No, every day it has to be a little bit different. The show is going to still be a little on the lighter side. Once in a while we'll get a little heavy, but it, it, I'm not going to like say on Tuesday and Thursday we're going to have right. guests and talk about World War III, and Monday, Wednesday, and Friday we're going to say douchebag 4,000 times. I mean, that, that's not a show. That's well, I know that's not what you would do because that's not you. But the way you're the way you're going to approach it, I think is going to be uh, I think it's going to be uh, mix it up. I think it's going to be a variety that we all enjoy. Exactly. And I look forward to it. I couldn't have said it better myself. And I know you don't like to hear the word douchebag, but I'd love to call my friends at Boca West major douchebags. Douchebag. <laughs> have a great day. Thanks. Man. See ya. Okay, that's going to do it for an exciting 11 to noon hour. The audience seems to be getting some extra stimulation today. God only knows what'll happen on South Beach. Uh, Gail Bright, right? Gail Not So Bright is here with the new news. We'll be back at 12.05. Rick and Slut will be here with an obviously uh, traumatic show from 2 to 6. Hank Goldberg on Sports Talk. And G. Michael McGay for Stan Major from 8 to 11 tonight. expressed by the host, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station. Now, here's Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Scary tales can come true. It can happen to you if you're scary heart. While the wife is away in the townhouse you'll play If you're Gary Hart A big price you'll pay If with women you play Not once, it was twice You were caught with Miss Right You're really not too smart If you can't stay apart Now you won't be president Gary Hart, you won't 
be the president, no, Gary Hall. Uh-huh. Oh, excuse me. 1207 at WIOD, and let's uh, take up a call, shall we, or not? Shall we just uh, analyze the condition of mankind? Here's a lady in plantation. Bill. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Great. My faith in you has been restored. Really? Yes. Huh. I'm so happy you're joining us. Those chronics and idiots are killing your show. You notice they're all gone? Oh, I hope they stay away. Because there are living and breathing people calling today. Oh, Neil, don't even think about it on vacation. Just enjoy your no, vacation. No, I don't. Well, that's, I'm glad I, that's why I'm glad I did it now before oh. I go away. I can get it all under control. Your timing is sensational, as usual. Yeah. So just do it and enjoy and have fun. Come back healthy. I will do and it. And I'll be looking forward to it. Okay. Enjoy. Buttload. Right. See ya. 1208. At, <laughs> that was terrible. At good old WYOD, the station you can defend on. Let's uh, go to a lady in North Miami. Hi. How you doing? Hi. How are you? Okay. Oh, I haven't talked to you in a while. Amazing. Oh, I know, but I got so tired of that routine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hold, hold on a second, okay? Because yeah. Melvin's in here feeding his face again. Oh, dear. Hold on. WYOD. <laughs> See, there he is. See, we yeah, got him in back. there. Okay, now Get aren't you glad we got them. that out of the way? <laughs> Get rid of them. This is the lady from uh, Aventura that I used to call you about Knott's Landing also. Yes. But I quit calling. Really, because, I don't know, just the program just really went down the tubes. Yeah. I, I, now, why are you... See, now Melvin is shaking his head no, but he's the same one who said after the bird left that the sky was falling. <laughs> I'm surprised it took you this long to realize what was going on. Well, I'm slow. Well, Call not, me Mr. Slow. Well, uh, not really, but, uh, you know, it, uh, just like every other lady has mentioned it, I think it has done a lot, and that's why you're not Well, getting... it kind of spread, though, like a disease, okay? I know. It started it. to spread like I a gigantic know. cancer over the entire station. I know it. I know. And we've all been smothering underneath it. I think so, too. That's why I'm saying I'm surprised it took you this long, really. But anyway, have a nice vacation. I'm going away tomorrow myself, and I'm glad you're feeling better and everything else. Okay, you too. Thank have you a good did. one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, we will be hearing from people like that, Melvin. What was wrong with her? Was she a little too old for you? Was she... Well, that's too bad. We're not just going to be talking to little uh, pinheads out there whose hormones are out of balance, okay? Although I am still watching MTV. That's part of the deal. Where's the boogie board spot? Oh, and see, there's like that sleazebag Madonna. That's another... I, I have no interest. In Madonna, she bores me. She uh, she's ugly. She smells bad. She's got enough hair under her armpits to weave a new rug for uh, Murray Decay, who's been dead for twenty years, or even Cousin Brucey. Forget it, okay? Forget it. The Simpsons, Madonna, and what was the other one? What was the third one? I'll, it'll come to me. Sean Bosky, Tamarack is gone. Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hi. I'm 14, and I listen to you. My mom got me to listen to you, and I I think you're terrific. Thank you. You're welcome, and I hate Madonna. Okay, you have excellent taste. Have a good vacation. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye-bye. Isn't that nice? How come everybody is so damn nice today? God, it's almost disgusting, isn't it? Man, but don't knock it, because it won't last for long. Okay, speaking of right, Melvin, you're going to have to get your hormones under control, okay? We can't, all the ladies who call can't be 14 like the last one. She was very nice, the young lady, but they, some of them will be over the age of 20, okay? I know that's depressing to you, but that's, uh... When I see you, I'm falling Okay. 
with apologies to Bill Calder. We stole all of his stuff because he's not on the air. Uh, Rose, how you doing, Rose? I'm doing fine. I want to call to tell you I agree with what you're saying. I've heard this in your voice for quite a while. Oh, it's been getting worse I every day. I've heard it. It's been undertoned, and and I didn't. Well, do you know, you know why? It. You know why I haven't really done anything because since I had the stroke, I haven't let anything aggravate me because right. I can't afford to let my pressure go crazy. But you know, when I saw you at the remote, you were so tired when it was over. I mean, yeah. you looked tired. Yeah. But other than that. Haven't you liked the calls today? Hasn't it been great? Yeah, and we can still talk to you and uh, Rick know, and little Joey and a few uh, people under the age of 100. But, I mean, the bottom line is there has to be a halfway in between. I agree. Not just taking a whole radio show and turning it into like a pinhead hour of guttural sounds. You know, I, it's, am much, it's, it's, I am a much better listener than I am a caller. I well, mean, I try to be funny, and I can't do that, you know. I just I have to leave that to you. Yeah. Because I, I want to be able to have something to say, and that sounds so stupid all the time. Right. Well, I've been saying that for a long time. <laughs> no. But anyway, I just wanted to put my two cents in. Well, it's great hearing from you. How's Rick doing? Oh, I haven't seen him. Why not? Since the remote. Well, I... Been I guess here. Joey's had him kind of busy, tied up. <laughs> well, that could be, but like I say, I do have a life, you know, and it's just, I do get busy once in a while, but I do listen all there the time. There really must be something to be like, Rick, to be uh, wanted by anything that's alive, you know? It's I, quite a feeling, I guess. Doesn't I guess last it, forever, Rick, when you start getting <laughs> old, when you get to be like 22 and you start getting old and seedy, <laughs> it'll be all right? over, pal. That's it. Yeah. I'll give him to 24. Okay, I bet you will. <laughs> Hold your breath, Rose. Take care. Have a great day. You too. 1217 at WIOD on your friendly station where the people, they have a collective IQ of over six for the first time in months. Whether Melvin likes it or not, okay? At least he got fed today. That's something. Uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hey. Hey. How you doing, Neil? Okay, eh? Don't change it too much. Yeah. I'm serious. I think you're going through menopause, maybe. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going through a middle-life crisis. No, but some of us like the way it is. Well, I don't. How come? Do you want me to go through the whole thing again? Do I have to explain it to you? No, but it's got to be a middle of the Do you road. want to hear like 40 calls in a row going, Yee, douchebag, yee! No, is, that, no. is that your idea of a radio show? No, no, but you don't want to take all the funness out of I'm it. I'm not taking the fun out of it, okay? We're still going to play some stuff and have a good time, but it doesn't have to be like some kind of a prepubescent circus. Douchebag, buttload, buttload, douchebag. That to me is not a radio show. I'm sorry. Well, a little bit of that's not bad. A little bit, yeah. I couldn't agree with you more, okay? Like, uh... Douchebag! Exactly, once in a while. Not thrown in there, it's But not, not 500 people in a row saying, Hey, can I call Johnny a douchebag? Hey, this is Fabian's cousin. Who cares? Do you care? No, I don't care whose cousin is who. Exactly. In fact, if he's Fabian's cousin, doesn't he have a name? But half the phone when he calls, when, he, when Melvin answers the phone, is listening to the party he has in the control room. Exactly. Which just, it was just ended only moments ago. I was listening to and him. And then he wonders why on occasion we get a little surly, okay? Oh, he doesn't like me anymore. It sounds like some preschool. He's girl. another one needs to grow up in there, too. It's the same crap, okay? This is a business. It's not a party here. It sounded like there were some preschool girls cackling in the background. Well, they're on the floor now. They're on the floor. They're all passed out. That's what happened. He put a little something in there, Caesar salad. (laughs) Well, Neil, listen. Uh, I'm sure you'll come up with a happy medium and keep us rest of us pinheads happy. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to chase everybody away who's under the age of uh, 100, but my God, let's at least have a little substance. And, uh, you know, I am a chronic, but I still have a life, though. It's possible. Well... 
You and, you and uh, Mr. Radio. No, I don't like Mr. Radio. And uh, what's and Super Dave? See, there are like a whole bunch of these chronic misfits, and that is the word for the misfits. And I don't want anything to do with them, okay? Let them find another play toy. I'm not interested in them because they're boring. Nobody cares about what they're talking about, and they're just, they're just puffed up egos, okay? They're assholes. Can I couldn't we, agree with you. Can more, we but... still say that? Mm-hmm. You can still say that. Okay, well, I know Connie Mack would approve. Well, this, yeah, that was great. I love reading that in the paper. Cause he... I love Connie Mack, sir. He may be a right-wing douchebag, but at least he knows what the First Amendment's all about, and thank God for that. You got it. Listen, have a great time on vacation. I will. All right, buddy. And I'll give you all the details when I get back. Let us know about it. Or at least most of them. See you later. All right. 20 afternoon at WIOD, we have one open line. If you rush to that phone on your hands and knees, stick your crutch out and dial 524-KVETCH, 524-WIOD. The audience is so emotional today, aren't they? They're emotional. God, it's not like we're going on some kind of a a trip to uh, Auschwitz or something. That's next month with Sheriff Nick. Anyway, hey, listen, I got a topic for you, Melvin. It's called unemployment. 25 afternoon at WIOD. want to thank the people of the Fresh Veggie again, Tim and all the nice people up there. They're on North Federal Highway in Lighthouse Point, uh, just a little bit across from American Steak and Pizza. And they brought tons of great stuff, again, including that incredible eggplant. The eggplant disappeared so fast, like you wouldn't believe. And beautiful, fresh fruit. We haven't had this much fruit in here since uh, What's-His-Name was on the show. And uh, just great produce and good stuff, okay? Let's go to uh, Miami Beach. Hello. Hey, let me ask you something. What kind of a gay do you like to make love? Miami, hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Yeah, I just want to let you know that, uh, you know, you make my day, you know? Yeah. Let's go to uh, Lantana. Hello. Boy, I don't know how to follow those two. Neil. Well, I'll that's a good Quinella, sir. They're uh, in love. What do you want? Well, I wanted, to, emotional. I wanted to tell you that uh, I think that this proposed change that you're going to make is going to be a good thing for the show. A lot of these people don't remember your show since Zeta, or since before Zeta. I remember your program since uh, J&O up here. And one of the things that I really, the period that I really enjoyed personally was when you first started doing the Howendale Vice thing, and you had a topic, but you weren't really dead serious. It yeah. wasn't the end of the world. Well, no, I mean, you can have a sense you know? of humor. Discussion. See, that was the problem with Steve, is that everything was World War Three every day, and he kept sure. doing the same six topics over and over and over again, and they've all been done 50,000 times since then. And I guess a lot of these people don't remember that period, so they don't know how you, how you would treat a topic with, you know, with your sense of humor and... You know, just pick on a little, a little bit, and really get some discussion going on yeah. it. But I look forward to the change. I got no, tired I can't, of the I can't believe these people who are calling. Well, geez, we like it just the way it is. I can't imagine anybody who enjoys the way the, the last few weeks, the way um, you know, a lot of the state, not just this show, but I mean, there's been so many of these morons, just one after another. And even if you listen to the Rick and Suds promo that we played today for their yeah. show, yeah, where the guy is burping and belching and. Pe- I mean, see, a little bit of that is funny. The Burp Ender's card is funny as hell. And once in a while, if we're eating, you know, uh, if it's spontaneous, it's funny. But then when you've got a bunch of 19-year-old morons all calling in to make farting and burping sounds on right. it, it's not funny anymore. It's, right. it's sick. Yeah, there's a level it's to where it's... It's embarrassing. It's funny because... <laughs> Sorry about the choice of words. It's interesting because my wife and I were discussing this yesterday because she just she's a school teacher and she's not off during the day like I am. And she was saying, well, gee, you're still listening to that program. How come you're listening to it? And it was kind of hard for me to explain that I was listening to it because I was hoping, I guess I was hoping that something might change a little bit back to 
the way it used to be. Because yeah. I like some of the bits, but as, after a while, it does get did get a little bit tedious. And I'm, I'm and I want to I want to make it that. very clear that I'm not trying to stick my nose into Rick and says I mean, whatever sure. they do, they got their show. They're going to do very well, and I, I you know I enjoy them. I like them. They're good guys, and I'm not trying to influence what they do in any way. Okay. Because one of the things that people have got to understand, and it's about time, I'm going to do my thing, and everybody else has got to do their thing instead of trying to be Neil Rogers. I'm sick of it. It's, yeah, it's tired. Right. Well, that may be That's what's another wrong. part of the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the weekend. People they are trying Amen. to do Amen. Their, Amen. Whatever and that's it is that's going over like a pregnant pole vaulter on a hot day in July. Right. Okay, have a good one. All right, you too. Thanks. Bye. 28 afternoon at WIOD, the grocery lady, or should we take the collect call from Los Angeles? Now, why do you have all those exclamation marks after the grocery lady? Are you the grocery lady? Hello? Uh-huh. Neil? Yes. Now I, I know. Neil? Uh-huh. I'm so glad to get you on the phone. I'm rarely home during the day, especially listening to radio. Right. Uh-huh. You recall me at all? Not really. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Well, it's quite some time, and I'm so pleased to hear what I am hearing today. Exactly. Aren't these people a little cut above the usual uh, slime balls that you we bet. have? You bet. I consider myself in that category. What, slime ball? Uh, no. Oh, no. These people above. A cut above. Uh-huh. Yes, you know, and I, I was so disappointed when occasionally I would turn your station on and find and listen to what was going on. Well, it got out of control, you know. It's one thing to have a good time and a little fun and a few laughs, but when a bunch of morons take it over Absolutely. and destroy it, it's out of control. I said, this can't be my Neil, my That's favorite correct. talk. Well, I, uh, you know me, I'm so weak. You know, I let people overpower me. <laughs> Absolutely, and stay, stay weak in the category you're going to be, and I'm assuming it's going to be something great. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Have a great day. just want you to know I'm, I'm very happy to hear about all this. Okay. And I will listen to your station. Thank very, you so uh, much. I'm not home very often, but I will be whenever I well, am. Make a habit of it. Okay, I sure will. Okay. Bye, darling. See ya. Wow. 1230 at WYOD. Now, just try to control yourself in there, will you, Melvin? God, you exaggerate so bad. Here's Collect from Los Angeles. How you doing, Neil? Okay. Hey, how's everything going out there in Miami? It's wonderful, sir. The birds are singing and the dogs are squatting and everything is just the way it was when you left. Really? A big so, uh, pile of I, stuff. I, I hear they got a new format change. Who? You guys down there. Who said that? I don't know. That's what I heard. Uh, you know, word gets out to L.A. pretty quick. Yeah, right. On you know? what? On the FM? No, on the AM. Who said we had a format change? No format change? Where, where did you hear that? Well, I don't know. I know they got a lot of format changes out your way now. Uh, no, let me let me say it again. Oh, what is it? Like uh, Tunnel Radio. I know they're they're off the air. Who? Do your other buddies over at FTL? Toto Radio. Yeah, they're back to the big town. They tell me. Yeah. Yeah. What does that have to do with us? I don't know. Not nothing really. In but, other words, uh, you've been on hold for a couple of minutes, and you just picked up a little glimmer, and right away, all of a sudden, you're getting uh, hysterical, right? Yeah, I'm telling you. Well, you know, I'll tell you, I've been away for about six weeks and uh, kind of missed the old uh, Katskas and everything, I guess, yeah. a little bit. right. You know? Uh, you'll have a good time out there with that callway. You better grab that other call. Nah, nah, be, they hung up already. Nah, it could be pretty important, though. Uh, Neil. Could be Ed McMahon Neil, with that $20 you. million. Now, nah, I'll tell you, out here, it's, you might make it, but you blow it at the same time. Yeah. Well, we know how that works. Yeah, I'm telling you. So how's everything been there? Everything's great, sir. Have a nice life. Crowder's still running? Either right now. In fact, if you get there in the next half hour, you get there for the Daily Double, okay, sir? Have, say goodbye. Oh.
Now, see, there's a good example. He can't hear me rip him anyway now because he's gone. Uh, now, would you rather talk to him or the grocery lady? I'll take her any day. She was quick and brief and nice and meant well, and uh, everything was wonderful. But he's like, I had nothing to say. So how's everything going down there, huh? How's everything going? Here there's a big format change. How's everything going, huh? So how's everything going? Douchebag, right? Douchebag. Oh, man. Anybody who's going to defend that as radio needs a lobotomy immediately, okay? Just like the people who, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not going to go back into it. We have one open line in Boca, 278-HOPELESS, 278-9463. Let's go to Margate. The Yankees are back. Yeah, they're doing it. They are really right on top. Miami, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I wanted to ask you something. I used to listen to you about uh, probably six, seven years ago, but I remember it was like really late at night, like probably after 10 o'clock. Eight to midnight. Was it eight to midnight was your show? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not one of those, do you? I know. Uh, no, it was your show. Kinda was a lot different off. back then, though. What? Your show. I mean, it was a lot, uh, you know, a lot different. Not any of these chronics on, you know, the line all the time. Right. Well, was it, well, see, back in those days. What though, station I, was that on? WINZ, WNWS. I've been all over the place, sir. I've been on all of them. Oh. See, I didn't know that. I was in college back then, and I used to listen to you. Yeah. Well, we had a more uh, interesting show. The only problem was back in those days at night, the callers were all over the age of 100. Yeah, I kind of remember Neil. that. And I'm not going back to that. I'm not going to do geriatric radio, so don't panic, okay? <laughs> okay, thanks a lot, Neil. Okay, have a great day. Boy, very uh, interesting audience today. They're all like, gee, what's going on? There's a big format. There isn't any format change. I have had no discussions with anybody in management. They pay me to do a talk show, okay, and they leave the content and the substance and the style up to me, okay, because it's the Neil Rogers show. It's not the Boy Gary show or the Mike Disney show or any of that. It's the Neil Rogers show, okay? So how I choose to do it and what we do on a show is going to be up to me, okay? And so whether we succeed or fail in part will be up to me, not based on somebody else's uh, ingenuity, of which you can't find much around here. Anyway, 26 till 1, and WIOD doesn't take much ingenuity. Oh, yeah. I just had an interesting uh, seminar with Melvin during the break there, and he's telling me that uh, I'm abandoning the ship. Now, would you tell me what that means? What, what does that mean? I'm abandoning the ship? Yeah, the Titanic. I'm hopping off before it sinks, okay? And I'm going to float based on my own thing. Just like next door, they're floating with the coast, and I hope they don't drop it. Especially that big, fat pig, Johnny Dark, who was in here not once, twice, at least twice, filling up plates and making a big, fat pig out of himself and made a mess on the table and has salad dressing just oozing all over the chairs and the floor. He is a disgusting slob, but with a good voice. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yes, how are you? Okay, is, is sir. This, is this the reorientation station? <laughs> Listen, Neil, you're doing just exactly what you do all the time. Anyone who has listened to you over a period of time, yes. knows that every once in a while, when the wind blows the wrong way, the ship gets moved a little, you need to re you have to alter the course a we little bit. We make a little adjustment. As That's we say in the chiropractic is. business, we make a little adjustment. Exactly, because the other way is to keep readjusting uh, deck chairs on a Titanic doesn't make sense. you got to exactly. change the course. And you're doing the right thing, and you know what? You're going to surprise all of us. It's going to do whatever it's going to do. You're going to beat it into shape. 
and we're all looking forward to it. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds pretty exciting, beating it into shape. I think we all uh, need to do that once in a while. Exactly. <laughs> Have a great life, sir. Okay, you too. Okay. Bye-bye. What is he talking about? 1239, 21 till 1 at WIOD. I'll tell you one thing, this show is going by fast like lightning, even though Melvin hates it. The reason he hates it is because he's had like about a, four or five people on the phone who were over the age of 10, and it's like culture shock. He can't handle it. Hello, Melvin. Can I speak to that wonderful Neil? Uh-huh. Get used to it. Uh, Miami. Neil. Yeah. What the hell is going on over there? What does that mean, sir? You're talking about you're toning this thing down. You can't tone it down. That's against the law. Who used the word tone it down? Who used that expression up until this very perspicacious call? I did. Who? Yeah, you did. So what does that mean? I mean, you can't. How can you? Oh, God. Are you serious? Am I serious about what? Toning the show down. Serious? I did. See, there you go again. I never said that. You keep saying it. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I really am. About toning it down? Because I don't know where you got that. Well, how well, can you? How can well, you? Why don't you define for us what that means? Toning it down. What that, does that, that mean? would mean getting rid of PP and HAP and people like that. On all the. Twelve forty at WYOD. That was HAP. Okay. Now, see, as soon as he said it, it saved us a lot of time. And leave it to a jackass like that. We got rid of him a long time back at Zeta. We got rid of him, and he's still calling. He's like uh, Cy Hirsch. No, I Hap, I take it back. Nobody is like Cy Hirsch. Here's a lady in Plantation. Hi, Neil. Hi. Uh, I've lost my nerve, <laughs> but I called to add my voice to the ladies who have congratulated you, and tell Melvin. That I'm 50, but I think 20. So well, I'm, I'm, for, I'm 47, so it's not like you're an old lady compared to me. We're like basically the same age. Right. And, you know, it's, it's an all matter of in your head anyway. But um, the man from Lantana and the mobile, uh, whom you just spoke to, both stole my thunder because I've been listening to you ever since you were on WNWS. Oh, boy. And you see, a lot of these people who, are, who uh, have been listening to you since Zeta, uh, they really don't know that side of you. Exactly. Yet. In addition, a lot of the people who have only listened since I've been on IOD, they haven't got the foggiest idea of what it is I do. They haven't got any clue. Absolutely. And um, I don't blame you about uh, real serious topics because um, uh, you definitely would have an Forgive me, but you would have another stroke. Yeah, you could do it easy in this place. Uh-huh. But... Um, um, uh, you know, I mean, these these young guys who probably can't tell, uh, pass their college exams, uh, they're going to be... Um... There's only thing one thing that most of them can pass, and that's gas. <laughs> well, maybe they'll still call if they can get in. And I think your idea of making sort of a happy medium is really going to keep everybody happy, and I hope you. Yeah. See, Neil, I interrupted you, but I, I, see, I got my uh, nerve back. Well, that's good. Uh, um... I just have to say, even though uh, topics are bad, uh, I mean, uh, for your uh, emotional health, if, if these people only knew how brilliant, I have sat and listened to you mesmerized when I was divorced in the 70s. I didn't have anything to do but listen to you. And um, uh, you're a brilliant, and you're so darn funny without reading or without using any cards or anything. They don't know that. Yeah. Well, they don't know anything. Because so anyway, they're Johnny-come-latelys. Uh, good luck. Have fun on your vacation. Thanks, I will. Bye-bye. See you. 
1242 at WIOD. Now, what was wrong with her? She was like my age. Does that make her an old cry? See, Melvin, you're, you're like, uh, we need to get a more mature board op in here. Somebody's about 90. WIOD. Hey, uh, I'd like to speak to Neil. Sure, hold on. Let's go to Miami. Hello? Miami? What is this? Que paso? Okay? Let's go to, um, was I on the wrong line? There's nobody there. Here's a lady in Lake Worth. Hello, Neil. Hi. How are you? Great. This is really wonderful to hear because I was getting ready to quit listening to the station. Well, a I... lot of others who already have, believe me. Yeah, well, I don't really enjoy listening to people burp and care. I mean, I don't care. They can do it if they want to, but that does that really that make is... a radio show? Exactly. I mean, if it happens spontaneously and it's funny, that's one thing, but not for four hours yeah. or eight hours. I agree with you. On the... And there's some good stuff that you guys do, but this is like, oh, come on, not this, not this kind of day again. Yeah. So I'm real happy to hear it. Well, see, that's the problem. You got like a bunch, like a couple hundred uh, 19, 20 year old pinheads out there who want to take over the whole radio station and turn it into like their own little circus, okay? Where they can be wise guys and make little sounds and call each other. In fact, yesterday Rick and Suds had these, uh, and I can't believe. I mean, and again, I'm not trying to interfere in their show, but they got these two guys, Eddie and I forget who the other one is, and they had them on together back and forth with the one with the Ferrari. And those guys are like, they want to take over the whole show. Well, I've also... And, it, and I can't, I'll tell you, there's nothing worse than when the callers start taking over the program. Believe me, I've been doing this a long time, and there's nothing more repetitive and more ponderous and more of a turnoff than that. You're, you're right, and I'm noticing it with Rick and Suds to where they could usually lay back and be mellow with it. They're starting to react to it. And this is what these guys are wanting. They're wanting a reaction. And you guys get off track of what you do that's excellent by these, you know, ridiculous... Yeah, well, we need to calling. talk to a more vari variety of people instead of people who just want to make uh, sounds out of certain parts of their body. <laughs> Whatever part that happens to be. Yeah, exactly. Keep it up. You guys are wonderful. I'm glad you. I'm glad this is coming around. Thanks I'll listen to you. Okay. Bye. 12.45 at WYOD. Now, what is that? Uh, I see that you'll have to explain. He puts a message on here. Nick called... To comment on the show, everything is just fine. What now? What does that mean? What does that mean? W Y O D. Yes, Neil. Yes. How you doing? Okay. Listen, buddy, I'm going out to San Francisco in a few weeks. Can I call you, collect from there? Yes, sir, bud. I'll give you a, a spy report on our on our good friend. Oh man, I can't wait to hear that. Can we hear him sing? Yeah, I'll try. Maybe you can tape some of his singing because I just can't make it through the day without hearing that. Okay, and I'll, I'll call you, collect. Okay. Can I call on a bat line or something? No, call on this line. The Palm Beach line's always open. All right. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Have a thrill time. And what is it? He likes it and tell everyone in the business to stop calling him. Nick? Nick's on vacation this week. I'm surprised he's not up with the Fowler in J&O. Is he not taking that job? Nick, I what, he is taking the job? See, I'm going to need him now because, see, now that I like Nick, now he's leaving. When Steve was here, we hated each other like poison. He may still hate me, I don't know. But I like Nick. Nick is uh, okay once he's away from Steve. And uh, he's also a very good producer. I mean, it, like he got Donny Osmond here. I thought he was joking about that. Anybody you want in the world, practically, he can get them, which is amazing. So he really does a good job on it. So don't jump to conclusions, Nick. We may need you around here desperately, okay? Not any more money, but uh, who needs money? 
Miami. Neil. Yeah. Listen, 34 years old. I've been listening to you since you started down here. Okay, I used to listen. I'll tell you how far back I go to with Talk Radio Miami. I used to listen to the Luther Evans show. Oh, my God. Okay. May he rest in peace. And That's right. He was great. I used to love He was him. a good guy. He really was. But anyway, I, I want to let Melvin listen to this. I've been listening to you for years. I go way back talking uh, Madeline Murray O'Hare, uh, casino gambling, you know, all the way back. Uh, it's fantastic what you're going to do because uh, all of these people that have been listening to you, they don't know what they're going to be in for. They're going to stay and listen you, to you. You know, I'm glad you mentioned Madeline O'Hare because I'll be honest, I wouldn't mind having her on again. Hey. I just got burned out on it because you do some of the same things over and over and over again. But now it's like I've had a three-year rest, okay? Uh, but I think people like her need to be on again. Absolutely. And I think these young people who listen to your show might really start to enjoy it. When I was young, I started listening to you when I was in my 20s, early 20s. I, I, I love the shows. I listen to you all night when you're on from 8 to midnight. Uh, the shows were fantastic. I couldn't turn it off. I Marvin, can't. Marvin, when you stop sucking around, I mean, Marvin is so, uh, I don't know what his story is. He's Let me ask him. you one question. One topic, though, one thing you're not going to do. Stay away from uh, election coverage with your buddy. <laughs> oh, my buddy, my former buddy. Now, I'm, see, I'm glad you mentioned, you didn't want to mention Ed Cohen by name, okay? Uh, <laughs> Ed used to be a nice guy. I liked Ed like we were related. I mean, we had a great friendship. And as soon as I stopped doing that boring, monotonous talk, right. he attacked me. He wrote this column. He writes in the Kendall uh, Ledger. Or I, rem I remember you. And he it. ripped the crap out of me. I couldn't believe it. Now, this is so typical of the people you meet in this town. Uh, Fairweather uh, friends. Well, okay? let me tell you, and what? as soon as I couldn't put him on the air anymore to make him into Mr. Little Celebrity uh -huh. and to do his boring, eh, he used to come on a kvetch. Well, there would be all these. I mean, I had some fun with him, but my God, he was as boring as watching paint dry. Well, that, the only thing that may happen though, some of your producers may end up going into uh, becoming a talk show host. You know what happened before. <laughs> but uh, let me ask you: Does that mean Stan is going to go back to topics too? Have a nice day. Listen. Yeah. Can I just say hello to Tom D'Amico? Stan is going to have to uh, get a life. You know what all I mean? Right, get a life, and Tom D'Amico has a life. He's a good man. Okay. See ya. 1249 in WYOD. And again, Randy and Stan, whatever they do here while I'm on vacation, more power to them. I don't expect them to be serious or have, just have a good time, okay? Uh, you don't have to try to be Neil Jr. By the way, what happened to Randy? I don't see her today. Boy, I, re I you talk about intimidation, man. No, well, seriously, uh, she can't, she's a, I'm not going to say it. She's a very nice person. I like her a lot. I think she's going to have a lot of fun with the audience while I'm gone. But I am I'm not comfortable working with other people. And I was thinking about that coming in this morning. There's very few people that you hit it off with. Now, I'll say this. For all of his uh, backstabbing and all of his... Glenn and I worked okay for a long time. Till he got a gigantic ego, everything was fine. Caprita worked with us great. Bill Calder and I, tremendous because we're good friends. We have a, a mutual sense of humor. We understand each other's humor. We had some of the best times in INZ after midnight when I would stick around on his show. I mean, really funny stuff, roaring on the floor laughing stuff, okay? But it doesn't work with everybody. Like Stan. Stan's a good friend of mine, but when he's on his show here with me, it's like um, there's nothing there, okay? There's no crossover. So it just it, there's just a certain chemistry that you either have it or you don't have it, like Rick and Putz. It's a perfect matchup because one of them is an emotional basket case and gets hysterical all the time. And the other one is very level-minded, very calm, never gets uh, flustered. Oh, are you going to eat? Okay? Buttload. Thank you. Okay, let's, uh, let's do a little spot here. Rick Riley's in the building looking very surly. 
Uh, 10 to 1 o'clock at WI. You're not going to let those guys on again today, are you? The guy with the Ferrari and the guy with the wedding or whatever. The, oh, man. They're coming in live. Oh, good. I like that. I'll stick around. Toyota of Hollywood, Southeast's largest. Oh. 1255 at WIOD. Rick Riley's in here giving me a little seminar. Now, wait a minute. Uh, Sean Bosky. That's right. It came to me during a break. Yeah. Did you see the game? No, I didn't see the game, but I saw it in the paper today. Well, thank you, and sir. I knew you were waiting. Also, one other thing I wanted to tell you. Yes. Have you noticed today, since you made your announcement, how many more women are calling you? Yes, sir. Dramatic, frightening, including some under the age of 100. Right. Excellent. And well, all the calls have been good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Right up until now. Now, <laughs> it's just you. a little joke. Now, all thanks right. a lot, pal. Okay, bye-bye. 1255 at WIO. Mr. Smarty Pants? Now, what did Nick... I don't understand what the message from Nick was, because naturally we depend on Nick to take our direction here at WIOD, which is why we're on the bottom. Um, what was it? He thinks I'm doing the right thing? Is that it? Or no? He... He's... <laughs> the way they type in there, man, I'm telling you. WIOD, Typing 101. Hello? Hello. Yes, sir. You want to speak to Neil? Yeah. Hold on. He's happy because now he has some, oh, something to do. Okay, yeah. Don't let him leave us, I'm telling you. Now we need him here. Open his mic for just briefly. Oh, it's, we're up on the news. Briefly the key? Why is there such a... Why have you got such a short cord? What are you talking about? Now, what is it? I'm, no, I'm just... I just came in to spend some time with you to... Hold my hand. To, um... Hold this. Share my affirmations of how great the show has been today. Now... <laughs> Now, are we? I thought Marvin was bad sucking around. I see. This is not like a big dramatic thing. I mean, I'm I'm making it into it because obviously there are going to be some changes that I'm going to make for personal reasons because I feel I need to move in a little, you know, more. But you're our lead-in, so it affects me. If you notice, I mean, you say you listen, but, but the first hour is like your show of our show, and then they finally lose interest, and we get going in our own direction from like three until six. Boy, Gary came in and shook your hand? Yeah. I'd start, Among other I'd things. start worrying a lot. Well, he didn't know why, so don't worry about it. Boy. But now, am I? Boy, can I have no... guests now or can't I? When we had guests, you say, oh, guests, oh, we can't have can guests. Can you? You're asking me for permission? Well, our guests kind of dwindled away because it was like open because forum. Because you, you were having tragic guests, okay? Right. Now, don't let Nick start foisting on you. These Nick these... is great. He is, but he can get anybody you want. You I don't know. have to accept the the easy pickings like self-promoting Penny Daniels from next door. Th those shows have been done in this market. Oh, here's the TV anchor. And I've had him. I mean, I like Hambrick. He's a good guy, but he's boring yeah. on a radio but not show. With us. What? We, uh, we land a different dimension. They've never been on with us. Right? Are you listening to me? You asked, totally. you asked me a question. I'm giving you the answer, and now you're arguing as usual. You're being the temperamental, argumentative O'Reilly well, that everybody, uh, that uh, Ricky, Ricky Ticky said rough. you were. Yeah, exactly. Are they doing, they're dying over there, aren't they? I hope. I mean, I don't know. Was it coming up on Let's break call up Cy Hirsch and find out. Here's a call in Lauderhill. It could be Cy right now. Hey, Neil. Hold on a second, okay? Because I screwed up. Are you there? <laughs> No, well, they weren't there. You're in luck. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you're fooling me here because I think uh, Sheriff Sick got to you. Sir, yeah, you know, that's you it. I, have, I have to confess, Sheriff Nick came you know, knocking on my door at 3 o'clock this morning. He said, uh, straighten out or uh, get out. Yeah, I think, you know, yeah. a little pressure on. You got your speeding on 75 or something. Yeah, that must be so, it. Hang on a second. I got some uh, 
friends here that want to say uh, that they're real sorry that you're changing your ways. Hang on, okay? I'm changing my ways? I didn't say that. Thing. What is it? Thing. There you go. Okay. 12.59 in WYDC. We'll have a couple like that every day, and it'll be just like old times. Yeah. Two o'clock, they'll be on, sir. Uh, back at you. <laughs> we have one open line in Broward, 524-LOAD. 524-WYOD. Okay, I'm going to take a little uh, breather here. You know, uh, Charles, who wanted to sit in on the show today and should know better because, Charles, we don't ever want you coming back, brought a cigar down. I haven't smoked a cigar since I had my stroke. You look relaxed. And I've been uh, stroke. I mean, smoking this since yeah. uh, since I was sat down. I, how does one cigar last for four hours? Was there as much food here last time as this time? Because it's like no, gone. No, it was a lot. I didn't bring... And look who just came in. ...my lunch. What are you talking about, man? I had to come in. Yeah. With her dark sunglasses. Yeah, Johnny Dark sent her in. With her Johnny Dark sunglasses. You should have seen him eating in here. You would have puked. You would have uh, breathed. Sure. Okay, we got Gail Not So Bright with the 1 o'clock WYOD News. Then we're going to come back with our big one to two hour. We might even play the Grepsing intro just to keep some of the people pacified. Rick and Putz are going to be here to analyze our entire show from 2 to 6. Hank Goldberg on Sports Talk at 6.05. And G. Michael McGay sits in for Stan Major at 8 o'clock tonight. WIOD, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. South Florida's news leader is News Talk Radio 610. WIOD. Depend on it. News Talk Radio 610. WIOD presents Neil Rogers. To get in touch and talk, call 751 WIOD in Dade, 524 WIOD in Broward, or 655 and 278 WIOD. 106 at WYOD. We have Randy Martin in here today, briefly. In. What is it? I came in for the one to two hour. Did you? Mm. Well, it's almost over. And uh, what's his name? Fat Face is filling his face here with Caesar salad, enough to kill uh, Caesar. I beg your pardon? Fat Face? Yeah. You got cheeks like a chipmunk. If you got fat again, you'd look just like a chipmunk. Well, if I got like fat the, again. Like Johnny Dolan. Again? Hollywood, welcome to WIOD. Hi. Yes, sir. It's about damn time. For what? That I picked up the phone? No, I've, I've waited for you before. I haven't called you since you were on Zeta, but uh, the morons. I mean, yeah, the, the, the slime bit, balls. The bits are funny. The misfits. The b bits are funny. Your humor is funny. But, uh, God, last week uh, I was listening and I... I put on TV and watch Sally Jesse. Really? Well, that is desperate. Well, what did she have? Did she have the 600-pound lesbians on you last she week? she had on today? On no. Her? Yeah. She, mm -hmm. she, she had the mutant ninja turtle um, transvestites. Oh, those are good. Yeah. Those are my favorites. Uh, and, <clears throat> and I have to say one thing, Neil. Um, I had a stroke three years ago. Yeah. So I know what you went through, and I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. The only problem is, you know, when you have a stroke or a heart attack, I guess, you unless you have a real bad one and you have some permanent disability, like, you know, the side of your face or something like that, people don't understand because you walk around. And in my case, I've lost a lot of weight, so I look better than I did before. And they think you're in perfect health, and it takes months, as you know, to fully recover from a stroke. And, yeah, well, these, and these people don't understand that. No, they don't. I'm 35 right now, and it was... I was 31 when I had it, and I never really fully recovered. But um, people don't know by looking at me. Yeah. And, you know, your vacation, um, 
the morons I heard yesterday saying that, oh, the ratings, you shouldn't go. Yeah. I mean, I think they should go to hell. They're uh, going. They're on their way. I, They're already in purgatory and on their way south. Well, like I said, I've been listening to you for a long time since you started doing, um, when you were doing issues over on the other AM station. And uh, like you say, maybe a little variety will help. I mean, but these morons. Well, you haven't heard many of them today. Like one or two slipped in there for about a half a second, and that's it. Oh, the, the calls have been in the best that I've heard in, in, in months. months. In months. Exactly. So, well, just continued um, good health and uh, have a nice vacation. Thanks a lot. Wasn't that nice? It was nice. And I, I agree with him. I was listening you to agree with well. him on what? Now, now, this isn't going to alter what you and Stan do, is it? Because I want no you just to have a good what, time. what me and Stan are doing. Well, what are you going to do Friday? Because it's only today's already Wednesday. Well, I'll figure that out on Friday. Yeah, just go with the flow. Mm -hmm. Do whatever you want. I'll do whatever I want. And don't pay any attention to him, because he is ready to blow in a moment's notice. Is he he's really? Like, he's, he's on like the edge? a ticking bomb. Extremely I'm serious. Yeah, well, he is like a ticking time bomb, right. mm -hmm. and all you got to do is like look at him cross-eyed, and, and he starts getting red in the face. Were you listening? A few Sometimes weeks? I don't even say anything, and people imagine I say things. A few weeks ago, were you listening the day that he lost it, and Putz had to take over the show no. because he got he got so emotional because some guy said he looked like a chipmunk or some mm -hmm. stupid thing like that, and he just he I went go nuts. I did. Oh, no, it was the guy who called about uh, Steve or something like that, and Steve is going to come back and they're going to drive you off the air. Yeah. So what's wrong with that? As long as you get paid. I needed a nap. Nothing's wrong with that. Oh. Anyway, here's a message from the Florida Bankruptcy Center for our friends at QAM. <laughs> and I do want to thank them from the bottom of my hey, parts for these for you. beautiful New York Mets socks. This is class. You keep saying now, it would have been New nicer if the color wasn't, like, worn off of the number one, but I understand the image is tarnished a little bit, so it kind of fits in, okay? But that's a heavy-duty outfit. When they send me over a pair of Mets socks, you know that they're all hard. That's okay? not worn off. That's spit. Yeah, well, but we, we managed to shrink wrap it again yeah, you know, well, before we... On closer it. examination, you're right. Yeah. In fact, it looks like Jay had a little accident in there. How's Jay doing? <laughs> right. I said, I love those oldies on QAM. Brian, Neil's having a party. Anything anyway, if you're today. being harassed oh, by... Bacon? Got a topic? By creditors. <laughs> like I said, thank God for Rick Riley, because the <laughs> other one is so out of control. If you're in danger of losing your home or car, it's a cross. No, seriously, that's a cross between cauliflower and broccoli. See, they don't want to piss off George Bush. So they like, so they like wa watered it down a little bit, okay? And he said, hey, that's not so bad. So what do you call it? It's called the broccolower or calabroc or something like I don't know. I like I'm, not, I'm not making that up. It's That's from great. the fresh veggie, and uh, we thank them again. Yeah, not enough food, it's good but stuff it's too. Great. Well, there was enough food, but Johnny Dark came in here. Now, if they tie him up and put him in the corner, here's a lady in Los Angeles on her dime. <laughs> Hi, Neil. How you doing? I can't believe it. Yeah, well, some of us aren't cheap anyway. What's going on? Uh, well, I wanted to call and thank you for my uh, autographed. Miami Miracles pennant that my husband brought me out a week ago. Yeah. He went to see you at uh, one of the games, and he kept telling me he had this big surprise for me, and he came and he brought me the pennant. Well, he probably told you that on your wedding night, too, but that's another story. <laughs> that was a lie, too. <laughs> right. But anyway, I was going to wait and call you next week when I got home, but I heard you were going on vacation. Yeah. So um, anyway, I have it up on my mantle above my, my fireplace here. 
and my roommate's from Texas, and she's so funny, she's so straight. We were sitting here telling her what your show was like, and, and she just kept looking at me with her mouth hanging open. Yeah, <laughs> well, they do that in Texas a yeah, lot. Yeah, they do. They do. But anyway, uh, that's all I wanted to do was call and thank you, and I can't wait to get home in a couple of months to hear you. You can't wait to get here? Yeah, can you believe... Well, have you oh. been in L.A.? Yeah, it's uh, no speaking English. they got all those Chinese and Vietnamese signs up. Well, it's not even those people that drive you crazy. Oh. I mean, if you think it's mindless in uh, Fort Lauderdale, you should be in L.A. Well, it's kind of laid back and laid out. But the good thing about L.A., you can't see any of them because the smog is so thick. <laughs> hey, that's my home. It sucks. It, it used to be LA? great, but boy. It used to be great. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Where are you? In uh, Playa del Rey. Oh, that's a great place. Yeah. By is. the fire pits. Go out and have a barbecue heard, on the beach. It's the only I heard they caught Bob Barker shooting pigeons in Playa del Rey. Is that true? She's right by LAX. Oh, yeah, the right. big laugh. Oh, that's a nice neighborhood. Woo. No, it is a nice neighborhood. Yeah. It is? You know where Palos Verdes is? Yeah. That's where I grew up. I went to the track at Hollywood Park, which is in Inglewood. Yeah. And all they have there are funeral parlors and cemeteries. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Man. Well, that's inland. She's where it's happening. Yeah. She's on a beach. beach. Yeah. So you can actually see uh, other people? Oh, yeah. Because in, a Ho lot of in Hollywood, you can't see anything. I'm serious. You can't even see the really? Hollywood sign on the you hill. Know, in Hollywood, I got a jaywalking ticket the first week I was out here. Have you ever heard of anybody getting a jaywalking yes. ticket? Yes. Oh, in L.A.? You in know, L.A., you, you step bet. off that curb. You bet. But I, you, have you I, noticed I, that if you do step off the curb, the cars stop? Well, this, this didn't happen. I mean, this exactly. is just on a, it's a dumb and there, are a there are a lot of wise-ass people out there. I don't want to say what kind of minority groups, but there's some minorities that like to flex their muscle by daring you uh, to drive on. They they stand on the cur a curb, and then as soon as you get near them, they step off on the street and dare you not to stop. That's right. It's like a game. You know, if they had that law here, we'd never move. The cars would never move. People That's true, but I, and everybody always says, walk out Yeah, the then we couldn't have the kamikaze strut that we do on the Miami Beach. I, lo I love that. On Hallandale on the beach, they wait till the sign says, don't walk, and then they get their cane or their walker, and they march, staring straight ahead and dare you to hit them, hoping that you will. In slow motion. Yeah. Well, they always tell you, yeah, go ahead and walk across the street. The cars are stopped, but I always think, my luck, I'll walk out, and it'll be a tourist from New Jersey or yeah. something, you know. Flatten. We'll run down to Hermosa Beach and have a great day. Oh, I will. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. See ya. Why'd you blow her off? 117 at WYOD. She was getting a little boring. Boynton Beach. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. This is Uncle Bill, the Cub fan. Yes, sir, Bill. We did it. We did it. We won a game, Bill. Let's well, put up a big billboard. I'm I'm parallel. That I'm, Ivan Boski or Sean Boski or whatever it is, he is doing He's it. a good Polish kid, and he'll yes, sir. help out the White Hots. Listen, did you get my facts yesterday? About? The tickets. We'll be up there for the 10-game home state. Oh, yeah, I, pre I appreciate game. that, but um, uh, Disney and company here, they get us our own uh, special stash. We get our own tickets. We always get good seats. Oh, you do? Yeah. All right. We got that second row locked up, so I thought maybe if you were going to sit over at Murphy's Bleachers and listen to it and watch it on TV, I'm oh, going to no. help you out. Oh, no. We get primo <laughs> seats over there. We had a great time, and I'm sure we will win this did. year. We might even win one of the games. I doubt it, but well, it's possible. I'm staying for all 10, so. I just want you to know that Harry is incoherent, okay? Okay. He is. He, he last night. I don't know what they're drinking in Montreal, but he lost it totally. Lapat. I mean, totally. Lapat, eh? That'll do it every time, eh? All right. Okay. <laughs> see you in the big city. All right. <clears throat> Boy, what am I? Oh, must be the cigars finally be. getting to me. I, I haven't smoked one of these in weeks. Can you hear it? Yeah, I was. Well, I don't. But uh, Charles brought it all the way uh, down from Fort Lauderdale. Was that an enlightening call yesterday about the guy whose dad never listens to radio? 
Yeah. Well, that Cuban kid. Yeah. However, didn't you also wonder? Did he say he had a diary? No. No. Well, maybe it was his estranged dad. No, seriously. What happens in a lot of those families is that the parents take the diaries that are for the whole family, and they never give them to the kids. Well, you didn't and hear the other guy call. He said that there were five in his household, and no. he was in charge of filling out all five of them. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So that just goes to show you how accurate they are. We all live and die by the same acts, but let I me, thought that me, was very enlightening. Let me say this to you, though. You can keep making excuses forever. What did I just say? But unless the numbers are there... Exactly. It's off to the um, Florida bankruptcy. We state. were up, weren't we? <laughs> Marginally. I still want to find and by the way, I don't, want, I don't want you to make feel ba- you feel bad, because you yeah. did well, but Alex didn't have a one. No, that was only for demonstration purposes. If I did the... F- I was trying to average well, them out for you quickly you on the air. One? Okay. No, let me do it this way. Okay. Let's all say right. he had a three five. All right. A three three. Okay. Already had a, a two eight, three times. So that's eight point four. So let's see. That's six eight. So that means he could have had as low as a one eight the last month. Okay? okay. All right. Okay. All right. So you guys had an eight seven. Two two nine times three is eight seven. Okay. Okay. That's how you do it. Believe me. Trust me. So that would have been three three and one eight is a five one. That would mean you had a three six, which would be phenomenal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you, it was great. That's what I'm saying. For uh, because his best number dropped off, and well, he left knew. us with his worst we too, knew right? We were going to go up. We didn't know nothing. Well, I'm glad you have the confidence, and I appreciate it. You know the summer heat is here, and if your air conditioner is giving you any kind of problems, like not cooling properly, here's the answer: food fight. They're going. I'm telling you, all we need is John Belushi in here now. They're going nuts. Randy and uh, what's his name? I told you, watch out for him at the drop of a head. Really? He'll turn off. on you like a weasel. Off the edge here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a chipmunk. Miami, like a chipmunk. Miami Flake. Chipmunk. Well, what? let me ask you this. What? Yeah. <laughs> Laura Hill. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I'm going to Chicago next week. Great. Going to see the Cubs play. All right. That's the whole idea. Um, no, I, I was listening to you this morning, and uh, I heard what you said, and uh, I think you're right. It does need a new direction. Oh, man. Um, it was a just, new what? I, I, your show does need a little bit of a new direction. Oh, direction. Okay, I thought you yeah. said something else. No, no. <laughs> hey! Way back! Fight me out of here! <laughs> All right, Harry. He's giving him again! Harry's the best. Yeah. And uh, he does he does tend to get that Budweiser, though. Well, yeah, a lot in Montreal at Labatt's, eh? Labatt's he's doing it up there. big time, but he's still great. I'm taking my girlfriend. It's going to be her first time going to a Cub game. Have you been there? I've been. I grew up in Chicago. Oh, okay. Um, the only thing I can say to you is uh, when you go there, have a good time, and um, your show. I think it's a great show. I picked you up when you were on Zeta in the morning, and um, I think there's room in your show for your humor, which is fantastic. And uh, there's there's place for topics. There's a place for moronic. Yeah, uh, and let's keep all those uh, belchers and uh, pukers in the afternoon. Just just a oh, little excuse bit. Me. Just a little bit to add. A little, little here and a little there, but um, I really think you're doing a hell of a job there, and uh, I like Rick and Suds too. And I now I find myself listening to Mike in the morning. So great, yeah. well, we need it, boy. We're dying. Well, you, you you get us turned on to some of these things, and you start listening. There's to the only other guys. eight people left in Dade County who speak it English, so we can't afford to lose any of you. Hey, you got the. Okay, Neil. Well, I guess that's about it. Maybe okay, and tell Ed McMahon we hope he has a nice time. Okay. See ya. Yeah. That's Ed on the phone. You know that, don't you? As long as he's got money. Who? Ed. That's what he's calling for. He's got the guy's $10 million. W.Y.O. Dean. Yeah. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, I want to speak to Neil. I got cut off. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, see, that's the same uh, schmuck. W-I-O-D. Hello? Okay, watch. Hello? 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 Yes. Yeah. I'm talking to you? Yes, sir. Okay, I just want to say hello to Charles out there. Listen, I know you've been um, expressing your... Uh, you want to what? Just say hello to somebody out there. I'm not going to use the... the uh, like, like, in other words, you want to use the airwaves to uh, transmit a personal message, which is against FCC regulations, sir? No, no, no. I, Can't I do don't it. Wanna, I don't want to uh, tick you off in any way. Can't do it. Okay, I don't want to do it. All right, you. let's get to the crank part. Come on. Okay, I just wanted to say, I know you've been expressing your disinterest with the quality of callers today. Um, I know you have a seven-second grace period. Can't you just cut out some of these people? You know? Yeah, I like that. 27 after 1 at WYOD. It's very simple, very quick. Here's a... Oh, this ought to be good. Hello. X Chronic here. How are you? Okay. You remember me? Mr. Topical? Yeah. Yeah. Un unfortunately. Well, I'm pleased. Well, hey, now I've reformed. I haven't called you in months. Yeah, but what happened there for a few days when you were like, uh, chronically, little, like a little shy, like a child? It's a problem. It's chronic sickness. You have to get yeah. cured. So it's, it's a disease. <laughs> Went to the same doctor that Mr. Radio is going to go to. No, anyhow, I'm pleased with the uh, changes. Just want to let you know. How that. do you know you're pleased with the changes? We haven't done anything. Well, yet. I heard what you're going to be doing. What? Getting a little more serious. Yeah, maybe. Cutting out, uh, you know, these. Cutting out all these morons. Like me. No, I, I didn't say that. You said it. Well, you, you always call me names and stuff. Well, you deserved it. <laughs> but I'm all right now. Well, you see, it isn't just the topics, but it's the problem. Well, I don't want to go through the whole thing. You know what it is. It was a, hand, it? a handful of pinheads who just wanted to use the radio station as a vehicle to make uh, guttural sounds. That's what it was. Like uh, Johnny Dark? The good example. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Well, Neil, anyhow, I just want to call and let you know I'm uh, I'm pleased. I, you, you know, you overdid the Nick Navarro thing a little bit too much last week, I thought. Are you out of your mind? No. Are you nuts? I think you overdid you it. Know, you know what? What? Everything I said about you before... It's true. Multiply times ten. That was one of the funniest shows. What? That two live crew in... Is that on? Because he's on the other phone now. Once he gets on the other phone, there's it's pointless. He's not even listening. He's having a good time, though. No, I'm asking, is her mic on? That's the question. Oh, it is on. Okay. That was the funniest show. What show? When you were... No, it was not the funniest it show. It was one of the funniest. It was it okay. It was a good show. Which one are we talking show. about? What, two live crew, Nick Navarro. No, but Nick you Navarro. see, the bottom line is the thing I did with playing the record, which was the cleanup version of the record, right. and trying to get everybody to play it in the car and roll the window down. Now, see, if we had the audience that I used to have and had people who understood the whole point of it, something would have happened. But I'll tell you something. I was up in the happened. Something did. I heard what? two cars. With yeah, windows but, rolled down. But there was the never car. any conversation about it. In other words, not enough happened that it meant anything, okay? You follow what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because when you're dealing with people whose IQ are smaller than their waist size, you got really? a problem. That is a problem. And most of these young guys have got small waists. Real small. Mm-hmm. What, what is that? Like with mm -hmm. that look. Well, I think you're right. With like not, some I'm kind sorry. of a sexual overtone of that. There might be, but that's <laughs> not, that isn't what I meant. Although some of them. Boca. Yes. Hello. Yes. Let me say it again. Are you in Boca? Yes, I am. And I said hello, and you said yes, and then there was like this... Uh... It was a surprise to hear you. Oh. It was shocking. Almost as shocking as it is to hear you. <laughs> Maybe so. But 
I think you did a great job with the two live crew. That was terrific. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and defend or debate every show that I didn't. First of all, the guy that just called on the mobile that you're referring to is such a jackass to begin with. He is another one of these self-appointed program directors who'd like to sit out there every day and tell us what we should do and what we did right and what we did wrong, and he can blow it out his butt, okay? You're right. Yeah. He can blow it right out his big exhaust. <laughs> That's good. Listen, I wanted, I'm trying to get in God. touch with that EJ guy. Yeah. Do you know how to Call get... Stan. 131 at WYOD. How do you like the call so far? I like the calls. A lot of women are calling. Yeah. A lot of folks older. Older than, than us. 12 are calling. Mm -hmm. That's a good sign. People, they can speak English. Yeah, but you understand on Friday when you're here, they're all the leches are going to be calling, making uh, guttural sounds. You do understand that. Well, you're prepared for that. have them come up with new guttural sounds. Because Bill Calder said to me last night, boy, on Friday, she's just not going to be able to handle that. <laughs> he didn't say that. He, he didn't say that, but it sounds so good. I just like getting him in trouble because he deserves it. Uh, Palm Beach. Hey, Randy and Neil. How you all doing? Okay. You know, Neil, boy, you and sure... Randy and Neil. See, now I've even got, like, second billing. To... Well, I don't want to make this clear. I can handle it. We're not... I'm not in here with these. I know, kids. Randy, but we're looking forward to hearing you for a day anyway. Thank you. More than a day, I might. I can't I can't be sure. I just want the whole show. That's <laughs> you want... Listen, well, that's you like my ex-wife, you know, you want, <clears throat> you want everything. Anyway, Neil, you really, really made me thirsty. You mentioned that Labatt's beer. That is some it's great... A, first of all, beer. it's not Labatt's. It's Labatt's. Labatt's. Labat, Labat, Tamata, Tomato. Labata. Yeah, yeah. yeah get a Lambatomy, right. Um, I got to tell By you. By the way, I, we do have one open line in Broward and one in Boca, and I wouldn't want to let the guys down to two. You got a bunch of butt-kissing listeners. I'm telling you, they like your change when you haven't even changed. It's unbelievable. Are you, are you attacking our wonderful audience? Uh, just, just, just one. Is that what you're doing, sir? You're attacking our wonderful, lovely audience that has this great uh, butt kissing ability. Is that I what you're doing? I'm telling you, right? They, they, they all have noses that are so brown that I don't. No, know. I think I think the bottom line is there are a lot of people out there who are getting sick and tired of hearing the same crap on the air as I was, and uh, they're just tickled to death that it's not there, even even for just one day. They're relieved. Yeah, hey, you're right. Listen, many of us have followed you from your old night, late night shows. Yeah, and, I've you seen know. my rearview mirror. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you that you know we, we just we're, we're fans of yours. Those of us that are true blue fans. I want to uh, anyway. I don't want to be ponderous. I want to tell Jeff Ryder up in Pompano that he is a butt bag. Douchebag. A butt bag. See ya. And he's talking about the other callers. Mm -hmm. 133 at WYOD. That was out of Palm Beach line. I just mentioned that in passing. You'll enjoy that line the most. Miami. Hey, Neil. Yeah. It's Tony. Yeah, Tony. I'm proud to announce that my brother's an uncle and I'm a father. Well, congratulations, Thanks Tony. Thanks Monday. See, my wife gave birth to a uh, baby girl. Okay, and whose was it? I mean, uh, what's what's <laughs> the name? Alexandria Victoria That's Gomez. Great. Outstanding. You losing any weight, Tony? Well, already 15 pounds. Yeah. And, and still, you know, I'm, I haven't been eating that much. I've been nervous a lot. Yeah. You know, through before, like, the last two weeks of my wife's pregnancy. Oh, this is your first baby? Yeah, my first oh, baby. Oh, great. Is now, it looks like your wife, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> she's big. 7.5, uh, you know, 7 pounds. Like I said, she's going to look just like Tony. <laughs> she's long. She was 20 inches long. I mean, isn't she beautiful? Yeah. 20 inches long. I didn't know they measured... Uh, Babies. They they measure them by centimeters and then they cut it. You know. They cut it in half. Yeah. <laughs> that's only on the male. And then you have twins. Yeah. So no, that's what they thought she had. That she had when she walked in the hospital. She had twins and they had to take another sonogram and 
decided to see if it was twins or not because she had a big stomach. See, when I married her, she weighed up. No, you're supposed to send your wife in for the sonogram, not you, Tony. No, 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 no. She weighed 120 pounds, and then when she gave birth, she weighs 172 pounds. Woo! Big woman. Yeah. yeah, she gained a lot of weight. Well, I'll tell you, there must be a lot of rumbling in that neighborhood, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so my brother's an uncle for, you know, for the first time, and Great. He's, he's happy. Ricky is happy like crazy. Well, he's always happy. He's always smiling a lot. <laughs> I'm not sure I know why, but I think I have a good idea. <laughs> and all right, I caught to say I'm a dad now. Well, congratulations, Tony. You're okay on our book. Keep up the uh, diet, please. All right, Neil, okay. take it easy. Good luck. All right, bye. Well, how nice. 135. <laughs> Oh, at WIOD. I think Calder was right. And uh, now he, he loves you. He thinks you're just marvelous. I, I love him. He's marvelous, too. He still owes me a bagel, by the way. Does he? Well, I'm sure he'll be right over with it. Okay. Anyway, speaking of food, if you want a fabulous steak, did I ask you this the other day? Randy was telling me a thing during the break about Channel 4. Does it give you an idea of what slime bags they are? They went over to Waxy yesterday morning. Or Monday? Monday. To tape Budell's first morning on the air. Now, is that pathetic? Is that embarrassing? I mean, he's about as exciting. He's about as much news as a snowflake in Utica in uh, December. We'll be there tomorrow. Utica. Yeah. Oh, Greg? No, Channel 4. And Jeff Chase. Oh, we can't mention his name. Sorry. North Miami <laughs> Beach. How you doing, Neil? Great. You know, I remember you from uh, over at Zader when you started over there. And you mentioned something before about what they call chemistry. And how you and Dave and the bird all clicked at the same time. Yeah. But then what happened is you became like Ward Bond with the wagon train. Everybody jumped on your train to do the same exact thing. Yeah. Stan, Stan's a great guy. I mean, but when Stan uh, comes on at night and it's 9 o'clock at night and he says, everybody put your headlights on for me, you know, to see what kind of an audience he has. I mean, that gets a little ponderous. And he, I mean, he went on and on and playing your stuff and whose stuff and... It was not spontaneous. It's like that fellow from Detroit, Dick Purton. Yeah. That, the, like, the call to somebody uh, with repeating the phone number. That's spontaneity. I mean, that, that this was not... A, spontaneity? A spontaneous, I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, that was a new word I made up. Yeah, but I like it. But, uh, in other words, it was spontaneous where... But you got to understand, that's this market. There are more rip-off artists and more unoriginal people in this market they just, who have no talent, they have no act, like Johnny Dark. Well, it, it's, it's like listening to you a lot of times. Somebody will say something, like you just caught me with that word, uh, spontaneous, okay? And then you'll repeat something, and it goes right over their head like they don't understand it. Exactly. And go, oh, yes, sir, what were you saying? Yeah. And they have, no, they're totally oblivious. And, and this is what I see, like... Well, see, I would rather talk to people who have an IQ larger than their waist size. Oh, by the way, so I have at least, at least they can understand. Well, that's good. That's a big improvement. At least they can understand what I'm talking about. We can have a little something as opposed just to people who can understand buttload and douchebag. That's not enough. That's well, not there, enough to make a radio show. There's no crossover. Remember how you said the one time that they accused you of everybody following every word that you said? If you told them to all jump like uh, oh, a yeah. gym, they would. Sure. Okay, but that's what, basically, it's true to the fact that they'll get on the show and, uh, douchebag, douchebag, and it becomes so ponderous with... Douchebag! Yeah. And then they, then they would do that thing, remember when you had the lightning round in the afternoon? Do I ever. Okay, but it was funny, it was funny. It was great for a while until they ruined it. And then it went on, and then all of a sudden it was what, they wanted four hours of this. Yeah. And see, this is the same thing like with, uh, Rick and Suds, Then they have a great show, they really do. They have caught, they have the rapport going right now, they're hot right now. But one of the problems that Rick has, he doesn't know when to say when either with some of the callers. 
had a woman call last week about she was being charged with uh, child neglect because she was going to work. That call lasts about 25 minutes. And this is where they, they take over the show like a Super Dave. I don't know if you really know who the Super Dave is. Well, I've seen him a couple times up at Pompano. He's a big, fat, young guy okay, he with He used a big to mouth. work for Y100. I know that. He, he was the one, if you wanted cause... a cup of coffee, he'd go get the sweet and low. He was a gopher. And he was also the kid that would sit there, you know, like a, when a comedian tells a joke, yeah. and they go, ba-boom? That's what he would do. That was his entire job. And nothing more. And now he became a, a radio maven. And that just, it, it, that's what the problem is. You get everybody doing. Well, see, I don't, I don't understand why in this market we got like about a half a dozen people who think that they have some God-given right to come on every station, on every show, and monopolize and call anytime they feel like it, and butt in and open up a big mouth and ramble on about stuff that nobody knows about, nobody cares about, nobody would ever care about, and that's the category he and his buddy Mr. Radio fall into. I'm not interested in them or anything they have to talk about. Absolutely, and this is why... And then, if you don't put them on, then they start with the crank calls and the abuse and the crap. They ought to both be behind bars somewhere, and I'm not joking when I say that. They're, they're saying the thing that he does. Get a life. Yeah. Get off the market and get a life. Okay. And it just goes on and on. Okay, have a great day. Take care, Neil. 143, what are you smirking about? Um, nice call. Hitting that button? No, I, I just dumped one thing out because there's something. Now, they have informed you of that, haven't oh, yeah. they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, well no, they you, haven't. You say, you oh, have. oh, but they have said nothing. See, that's one thing about this radio station. And I don't want to go back because I'm going on vacation in a couple of days and I feel great. But they bring people in here and they sit them down. They tell them nothing. No, they told me something. Not much. <laughs> Not much. Like I have a list. No, I'm serious. No, I am too. And then they just turn them loose and they wait for you to do something that they don't like or they don't want you to do. Then they, oh, gee, you should. See, that's not the way to run a radio station. And I'm not saying that they have to play Butch Boss, but they should sit people down and say, okay, here's where the lay of the land is, and here's certain things to avoid, here's certain things we don't discuss. It's no, that just was, that was common up. sense. That was late. But that situation I've known about for a while. No, but I'm just saying they, they haven't done that. And like Bennett, and I thought he had a pretty crappy act, okay? But even if he were good, he had no chance. Because he, he had no what was chance. Going on. Exactly. He had no chance. Um, and like these guys in the afternoon, their act is hot. They're doing a great job. Do you go? Do you see any promotion? Do you see any uh, television spots? Do you open up your newspaper? Do you see a, a half a page ad on the radio TV page that says Rick and Suds, the hottest thing in the afternoon since the sunshine, or, or anything? Or Channel Nothing. 4 here greeting them Nothing. at the door? Nothing. Zero. Okay. So all these trends and all these numbers you see right here are a reflection of some of the most pathetic some of the most embarrassing lack of promotion and lack of ingenuity that I've ever been involved with, okay? And I show up every day because they pay me a hell of a lot of money. I mean an enormous amount of money, okay? And I like that. I understand. What What the hell did I just say? I understand that. Okay, yeah, I bet you do. Uh, Carl Gables. Neil, I've just been stroking. Yeah, good for you. Uh, Fort Lauderdale. Neil. Yes. How are you? Okay. It looked good. Yeah. When were you over to Burns Steakhouse last? What? When were you over to Burns? Hold on a second. I'll let you know. What are you doing, Melvin? Have you lost... Have you lost... I mean, I know you're not paying too much attention, which isn't unusual, but let's get serious. 
West Palm Beach. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Things could be worse. I think I think Melvin thinks we're going to WKAT, okay? No, things could definitely be worse. Lee Fowler is asking people to call in and give him kisses over the phone. He has a kiss-o-meter to rate them. You have to be joking. No, he wants women to call, mm-hmm. and, and a guy called. Yeah. And said, I'll give you a kiss. He says, you're kidding. He says, no. He says, will there be any tongue action? And the guy says, what do you want, console hockey? He says, sure. There's mine. He, he loved it, too. He made the guy kiss him twice. It was, he I'll says, bet. The well, it sounds like Lee. Anything that's alive. He's yeah. also out there panning for fudge, as if he needs it. Incredible. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was bright. I feel a lot better now. All right. Thanks. Okay, I hope Nick is still listening, okay? That's what you're going to be up with if you go up there with the Lee Fowler show, Nick. You think you got problems here? Why do you keep doing that? You have that uh, look. I have a, it's called smiling. I know you Smirking. didn't see it. No, no it's no. not a smile. That's a smirk. smirk? Yeah, That's a uh, like a pursed lips. Like you wanted to give Lee a little kiss yourself. The, the raspberries were very tart. I think raspberry has something to do with it. <laughs> Anyways. Who? Why does he have to do what? Bill told him to get out. No, Bill McQuig, the uh, Yahoo Texan uh, board op news guy who they made a talk host for a couple of months here at IOD. Mm-hmm. Roger sits in here because Veneri runs his own board. Right. Okay, so Roger sits in here, answers the phone, plays the cards, does his little thing. And Bill McQuig came in one morning about 9.30. The first morning he was doing his talk show from 10 to 2. And he says to Roger, hey, what are you doing in here? you got to get out of here. I've got to get ready to do a show. What does he do to get ready? Who, McQuig? Mm-hmm. He yodels. <laughs> now, this is a setup. This is another California call on their dime. There's no way in one day we get three calls from California. Well, this, first of all, it would be a quarter. It's a conspiracy. No, it's not. I just wanted to see if you would it, wish my daddy a... Uh, it's happy, a setup. I wish you. I wanted to know if you could wish my daddy a happy birthday today. What is that, like your sugar daddy? No, his name is Brian Wilson. He's 48 years old today. Yeah, sure. He is. You're not Brian Wilson, Jr. Oh, I am big... B.W. Jr., I am your Beach Boy fan, Neil. Yeah, I know who it is, but don't try to say he's your daddy. He's got well, enough problems already. I, I refer he to didn't him get out of bed that often, I'll tell you that. Well, I, I guess he could have stayed in bed, huh? I, I refer to him as my yeah, God. Yeah, well, he was evidently doing other things in there. I would refer to him as my God, not my daddy. But it is his birthday today, and I just want the world to say happy birthday, Brian Wilson. We love you all. Randy, how you doing? Fine. Listen, I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Great. You are great on the radio, Neil. You are the best. Don't get all depressed, buddy. We are there with you. Even if That's you what I'm afraid up, of, yeah. Even if you do end up on QAM on Cool Gold, yeah. I'll be listening to you. I know those oldies, man. I can do all the talk-ups. That's why I keep in practice. <laughs> Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. See you. One of your people. Uh, WYOD. Hey, Neil. Yeah. How are you? Great. Hey, you sound great today. How you doing? Oh, back at you. Beautiful. Butt load. <laughs> oh, come on. Hey, Goose Randy. Bag. This is G-Man. Hey. G-Man? Hey, G-Man. Hey, how are it you? It doesn't sound like the G-Man. This is the G. I had a rough night. I'm trying to lick my wounds from Highline. Excuse me? We hit Superfecta three times. Really? Yeah. For how much? 2400 Oh, oh that's not bad. Yeah, that's why I'm not working today. Sounds like a real rough night to me. It By w- the way, I want to thank the people at the prestigious Vagabond magazine, the Vagabond. Randy, you look great. For this big uh, piece in here, along with me and Ann Bishop. She's a bigger picture than her. Yeah. Well, I'm bigger than she is. No way. Used to be. She's bigger than life. Debbie Ellis, I know. That, too. Okay, listen, G. Yeah, man. Have a great life. We love you, baby. See ya. Plantation. 
Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm so bored with I, all these people are calling, and they've been telling you how they listen to you since Zeta, and I, I have been in and out of town, so I know Zeta, but i got to tell you, you're right about the promotion. It's really bad because I've never even heard about talk radio, and if it wasn't for my car being repoed, I wouldn't be listening to AM radio to begin with. However, I'm glad I am listening to it because I got this bomb I just bought for my friend Randy. Is, it, is everybody following this? I'm trying to slow down. In any case... You bought a car for Randy? From Randy, my friend Randy, yeah. He, uh, you sold this guy a car? He sold me he his car. Me car. Oh. He sold me his car, and uh, I should be depressed about it because uh, they took my Shelby, the bank. Yeah, I sent on the payments, but that's a, that's another story. The bank took your Shelby? They took my hey, Shelby. Hey, easy come, but I, easy now go. Now I found you guys. I found you guys. Great. So it's worth it. See, it all worked out in the end. It, what it, goes it around comes around. I don't know what everyone's freaking out about, uh, the change of format. I don't even know what the format is. We don't either. I can't and they don't either, but I can't it's listen fun. to you at work because uh, I found out I ran to work and I tried to put on the AM. It doesn't go out of the Broward Mall. So we got a problem with that. And um, I got a lot of slime here. Last week was great. Uh, this week is, uh, I don't know, I got out the cockers driving me crazy for pink shoes. I got conventions of Italians out here talking about old pizza parlors from 1920. How did this man have, huh? 82. Huh? We said, have a nice day. Take it easy. Okay. Let's go to uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Oh, God, I'm glad to hear you're back now. Cape Passa. I thought after you dumped the bird, you might go back to doing uh, real radio again, but I'm glad to see you're heading there again. Well, we didn't want to do it right away. It made him look bad, you know. I remember the Sunday morning shows you used to do on Winds were uh, hilarious with uh, the catfish lady and all of them. I don't think you're going to go back to that area. but uh... Well, I'm going to call her, though, because amazingly yeah. enough, did you hear that I got a letter from her today, which if I can find where I stuffed it, no. uh, I've got her phone number now. Great. Yeah, Great. seriously. She's in Jacksonville or something now? She's in the back in Hot Springs, Arkansas. She's How do you like Arkansas. that? And her husband's retired, and I got her phone number. It's, right. uh, I'm going to call her on the air tomorrow. How do you like she that? She was fun. She was, she fun. was fun. Yeah. Well, and she didn't make guttural noises, and she was not over the age of 100, but she was a fun person. She yeah. Was. I haven't talked to you since I got my mommy's ice jacket, so I wanted to thank you for getting a Marlon to get it for me. And, uh, yeah, good old Marlon. How's and, he uh, doing? He's doing great, I bet. Is he? And, no, I don't know. I'm thanking you for getting my jacket, I said. It took yeah. me forever to get it. That's how long it's since I've talked to you. Incredible. Well, those were the days. And Melvin's uh, doing his own show there. He's no Kyle Isley, but he's pretty good. He's working on it. That's right. He's going to start hanging up on man. people. See ya. Bye. Okay, now, is that Chuck Meyer Jr. by any chance? Chuck and Chuck Jr. Chuck brought his son who's going to pitch for the Pirates tonight. Are you also a Pirate fan? He is. Well, listen, don't don't let it get to you, okay? I mean, just uh, it was nice while it lasted. Be prepared for the worst because it's going to happen. But, uh, you know, everybody likes a little bit, a little taste of the glory, okay? Congratulations. It's been a great year. Let's end it tomorrow. That's what the Cubs are all saying. Let's end it tomorrow. We won. Cubs win. Cubs win. We won last night. Isn't How that many, exciting? Is that a good good win? I mean, Well, a two to one. I mean, it was pretty shaky there in the last inning, but uh, we won. And they took Don Zimmer out for rehab. They pulled a metal plate out of his head and inspected it, put it back. He's a very strange-looking guy. He's a great guy, though. He is. He's fun. He's He's funny. He's emotional, like his eyes roll around. In fact, they caught him in the dugout last night. He uh, he must have known the camera was on, and he was making these faces and rolling his eyes around, and they put it on the air, and he just cracked up. It was great. Hey, listen, it's like us. We may not be killing the world, but we're having a good time and a few laughs. Right? Right. And taking a nice fat paycheck every Thursday. Well. Some of us. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, let's take one last call. Hollywood? Hey, I am calling to thank you. You ran a spot earlier this hour for an air conditioning company. Right. So I gave him a bell, and uh, I mentioned your name because the deal just sounded a little, uh, I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So I gave him a call. They sound like great people. They're coming out to my house today to do an estimate. They are. And listen, 
Tom, mention Tom Denenberg's name, and they'll treat you so good it'll be frightening. I think they do. A, I think they do a hat trick if you mention his name. Exactly. Or Even yeah. better than Frank Mahovlich. They start walking around on their hands to figure out how big your house is. Right. But I'll let you know what even, happens. Even Steve Eiserman never saw a hat trick like that. <laughs> Good luck to you. Thanks, Pat. Hey, have a good vacation if I don't talk to you. Thanks all right? a lot. Bye-bye. See, now, is that instant response? Absolutely, and the advertiser is smiling, I'm sure. Exactly. And I am, too, because it's time to go home. Anyway, Randy will be here with us tomorrow hanging out and doing a little stuff and uh, just stuff. getting ready, getting the uh, lay of the land, the feel of the crowd, so to speak. Rick and Smut are coming along next. They're going to really, uh, that Rick Riley, man, he's in rehab right now. They got him on the couch. He's, uh, he's foaming. Down? He's foaming. Those chipmunk cheeks are exploding. Don't forget, we got the G. Michael McGee tonight for Stan at 8 o'clock, and we'll see you tomorrow morning at 10.